We are going to be talking NBA, which teams have been most impressive, the biggest disappointments, and the biggest surprises so far. We're also going to dive into week eight of the NFL. The Texans have a huge win over the Dolphins. And what NFL team is the most dangerous right now? Are the Houston Texans right now the most dangerous team in football, in the NFL? Yes. Let me explain why. Okay. Five straight wins. (laughs) <laughs> Let me make my point, bro <laughs> Trey, Trey was holding it It was so long I tried not to I was just, Okay, my bad, my bad. Five straight wins Okay In a division right now That looks really shaky I'm sure we're going to get Into the division a little later Right In a division that looks A little shaky They're clear again um, The big thing for the Texans Is is Bill O'Brien Staying out of the way That's okay. truly what it comes down to and it seems more than anything, Hopkins is comfortable. Hopkins, he's always comfortable. Watson is mm. comfortable. When Watson is comfortable and the defense is playing well, the Texans are a really good team. Let's look at the, look at the AFC. Who in the AFC really scares you? Now, my, I let's be very very clear. I am not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying right. is, if you're a team and you're <laughs> Trey is dying in here, if you're a team. And you're coming in to play the Texans, you should be scared. You're tuned into the New Channel Sports Podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to the New Channel Sports Podcast. I am your host today. My name is Oenyi. I am joined by the usual suspects. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please don't forget to follow us or subscribe. You can do that on our website, newchannelsports.com, or you can go to newchannelsports.podbean.com, and that's spelled New Channel, N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L. What is going on, Chris? How are you doing today, man? What's good, y'all? And sitting all the way across from me, big time Trey. What's the deal, bro? Not much, man. I want to give a shout out to Laker Nation, Cowboy Nation. You know we're going to buy this week. Uh, say what's up. Great day to be Trey. That's all I can say. Did you catch that? You catch that? That was like a freestyle. <laughs> oh, my bad. This guy. <laughs> this guy here. The Lakers are doing pretty good, though, right? They they beat an undefeated team the other night, right? Weren't the, the Nuggets undefeated? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure uh-huh. we're going to. Oh, oh, I'm positive we're going to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Best believe we're going to talk about that. All right, folks, before we get into the NBA, let's talk about the game that happened Thursday night in Houston. The Texans win their fifth game in a row. Can you say that again? The Texans win their fifth game in a row. Woo! I'm not really good at Spanish, but uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco. 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 Five <laughs> games in a row right now. After starting off 0-3, the Texans are now 5-3 and with a winning record. They are still first place in the AFC South. Man, that game, I've been waiting for that game for a while, especially from Deshaun Watson. He looked magnificent in that game. He showed all his tools. He threw, I think, what, five touchdown passes? Was it five? Is it going to be the Cinco? Yeah. The Cinco show? Hey, man. <laughs> I hey. mean, it was wonderful to watch. The defense played um, decent. Brock Osweiler was was trash, as, as usual. We, we knew what to expect from him. 
So I wasn't really worried about that. But it was a great game to watch, a great win for the Texans. They're now 5-3. and three. It was a certain member of this podcast who said the Texans were dead and buried. It was probably two of them. Two members said they were dead and buried. And they won five straight. Like you said, last night was impressive from Watson's perspective. Think about it like this. He threw 20 passes and he threw five touchdowns. What's that? 20% of his passes was touchdowns. I mean, there's another quarterback in the state of Texas that just has Dak thrown five touchdowns this season? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a legit question, though. But, uh, man, he looked good. Deshaun Watson, it looked fantastic. He looked like his old self. Uh, Unfortunately, the Texans still have Bill O'Brien. I mean, it's a great win, but don't get blinded from the beginning. The Texans yet again had another slow start. And one of the things that's not talked about a lot after the game, the referees last night probably get an F. Mm. They were so bad. It was terrible. It was was one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. Well, the the one – play in particular that everybody's probably thinking about is the Brock Osweiler fumble tuck. That one was tough. Yeah, I, I guess it was tough. I, I I think that's the one that pops to my head it immediately. wasn't a fumble. I don't know what it was. It wasn't. I, I just, According to the rule, it wasn't a fumble. What's the rule? Explain to me. Because if your arm is going in forward motion mm-hmm. and a defender hits you mm-hmm. or interrupts that motion, then... But what if the ball comes out before... Because the ball started coming out before he... Got up. So if he would have, if that would have happened, and the ball came out forward, that would have been called a fumble. If he wouldn't have been hit. So, so in that situation, he wasn't trying to tuck the, the refs interpreted that he was not trying to tuck the football. I agree. With so that. he was trying to throw the football, and because he was trying to throw the ball forward, his arm was still going into forward motion. When he got hit, his arm came backwards and let the ball go. See, and therefore, it's an incomplete pass. I would agree with you, but. Brock Osweiler is so I almost called him a Haswell. <laughs> Brock, <laughs> Brock Osweiler is so long that it may, it looked like he was throwing it. But I think I, when you look at it, it looked like he was really trying to tuck the ball in. But he's so long that that whole motion it looked as if he was still throwing it. I thought he was tucking the ball in. If it was a shorter quarterback, for example, like a Case Keenum or uh, a Prescott, or even a Watson. I think you would see him pull the ball in a little more, be ruled a fumble. But because Osweiler's so long, it looked like he was still throwing the ball. But it was obvious the way the ball went backwards, that motion in itself, it was obvious to me at least that he was tucking it in instead of trying to throw it. So it does not matter at all that he threw the ball backwards. No, because it was his arm because his arm was going forward, and it was the only reason his arm was not going no, in the opposite direction was because he got hit. If he wouldn't have got hit, that would have been a different story. That would have been an empty hand, but he threw the ball. I mean, when you saw it, you could see his hand go like that. So it wasn't like but his, the he ball, just the ball was already starting to come out because before he got hit. That's exactly that's whenever a runner is running with the ball, right, and they get hit. In um, as a result, but, but the you, ball might come but out. What you just said right there ends the whole conversation because they're a runner. He's not a runner; he was a passer, and so he's protected by being able to throw the ball forward. Uh, and that's the only catch in that. So I thought, I thought, for, and remember, the call on the field was a touchdown. So the way that the referees interpreted that rule and yeah. the way the NFL interpreted the rule, they changed the call. So normally, if there's not enough information to change it, they just leave it as it well, is. What do we just give the referees? And they overturned we just it. gave him F. Yeah, I thought but, they were bad. I, His explanation stuck, too. If he would have said the tuck rule applies or doesn't apply in this scenario, then I would yeah, understand. Yeah, but people don't know what the tuck rule is. We know the tuck because it's, you it's, do the people in the stands. Yeah, but it's still, it's still very difficult to interpret because that's a fumble. Let's let's just look at it as fast motion. So th- because he's throwing the ball because he's a thrower, he's a quarterback. 
that changes everything. And because he's getting hit, not a strip sack, not you hitting the ball out of his hand, not you hitting his arm, you are hitting him. So let's say he hit the ball out of his hand initially. Different story. And then he threw it, and somehow he kept grasp of it, and he threw the ball backwards. That, that would be able to determine if it was an empty hand or not. If the arm came forward with an See empty that, hand, and, and that, his arm was going forward, not that, empty. There's that, too many rules. It's too many rules. It's the explanation not, not too, too many much. Rules. For me, what they many. need to change the rule to is if the ball travels backwards in that way, no. rule it a fumble. No. It's got to it be. be. It's got the to empty be. Hand, if the there's no one rule, there. The empty hand rules, if your arm is going forward and that ball is no longer there or when that ball is not there when your arm is going forward, that's the empty hand rule. That's when a fumble occurs. If his arm was going forward with the ball in his hand. Yeah. That's why it's not a fumble. You want to know the my, empty hand rule is opposite of that. The problem I wrote last night is the rules expert, Mike Pereira, said he wouldn't have changed the call. And then you have the referee on the field who said he did. For me, I don't like that. Right. So it depends who your referee is. Why not just say if the ball goes backwards, right. it's a fumble. I'd rather have something standard because let's be clear. If that was a playoff game where you're playing Ooh. a quarterback like a Tom Brady and it's an AFC championship game, people would be going crazy. Just make a uniform. You can't right. have one guy in the booth. Mike Pereira is good. We watch football. He's normally right. You can't have him say, well, I can't change that. And then you have the referee on the field say, well, I'll change it. Right. Nobody's 100% sure. So just make it a clear rule. Yeah, I would agree with you more so. The only thing that makes me not agree with it is the fact that they threw the ball backwards. I think that changes everything. Because if he got hit and he threw the ball forward, you can understand, oh, it was a forward pass. But no matter what happens, if the ball goes backwards, no matter what, if you get hit or not, that's a backwards pass. Yeah. So that's why I thought what, that it would change. That's what they need to change the rules to. Right, right. Because Mike Perry was clear. It was like, yo, whether or not it's a backward pass doesn't matter for this type of play. I think it should. They should just change the rule. Yeah, well. But anyway. let's be real, though. That doesn't happen. Yeah, it, it was it was a, yeah. an odd play. Yeah. A Brock Osweiler type of play <laughs> that only he can accomplish. But uh, <laughs> let's get back on track here. Um, the defense played pretty well. Um, Lamar Miller probably had his best game. Of the season, rushing yeah. the football. The offensive line looked good. There were some moments where Deshaun Watson had plenty of time. They were four for four in the red zone. I mean, th- offensively, this is what you want to see. This is what I've been waiting for all year long. Now the question is, can they keep it up? Can they build on this? Just You can't let Bob off the hook because that one fourth down play – where oh, yeah. Deshaun don't Deshaun Watson made the it was a dumb play yeah, call. No, no, no. And what they, were they thinking? Yeah, I mean, but they always do that in the red zone. In the red zone, <laughs> there you expect the shotgun play. Especially how well the, the team had been running the ball to that point, you would yeah. expect them to just pound it in there. But it was a fourth down play too. I, I I'm not gonna sit here and say I remember what the, the first three plays were. Well the the two running plays were out of the shotgun. They have Jordan Aikens and they have Jordan Thomas. Both are really big dudes, and ever since they've been playing more, they got and Ryan Griffin got hurt. Let's not forget, Ryan Griffin got hurt to get those guys in. Ryan Griffin's a terrible a run blocker. Mm-hmm. He's a bad player, in my opinion. But you have two better players on the field, and finally, we're obviously running the ball better. Why? Because you have two big tight ends who can block. It's not that complicated. Put them in the game, get them out of the shotgun, let them run the ball. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I know that we, we – Moved on for this, but let me, for those people that are listening and for us to clarify this thing, the very first rule that, first of all, the NFL came out and said that the call was correct. The referee made the correct call. The NFL's made that statement and made it clear. Okay. The NFL's done that about five times this season. If a, the rule says, if a, if a quarter, if a team B player contacts the passer or the ball after forward movement begins, a forward pass is ruled regardless of where the ball strikes the ground or a player. When this occurs, intentional grounding rules do not apply. 
if team B player contacts the passer of the ball before the forward movement begins, then that would be a fumble. Or if the passer tries to tuck it, it would be a fumble, which they didn't say that he did. Or if the quarterback recocks his arm. So if he gets hit, recocks his arm, trying to throw it again, that would be a fumble. In that situation, it was one forward motion. And because he was trying to go forward when he got hit, his arm and everything went back, that's what it was. And, and my only issue with that is a rational referee like Mike Pereira can see that Brock Osweiler's motion as him attempting to tuck the ball back. Because that's what it looked like to me. I thought he was trying to tuck the ball back, which is why I wouldn't have changed the call. Right. So so that that the rules, and I think Tom, we can thank Tom Brady for this um, and yeah. the tuck rule for this because they had to come up with something that, uh, honestly, in my opinion, made the NFL right it, with the tuck rule yeah. from years ago. So I think this was just a way for them to clean that up and, and move on. But back to about the Texans, I mean, they won the football game, right? It, the, the way that it started didn't look that way. Mind you that – they the if we want to be fair and I play devil's advocate here the I don't know that the Dolphins played all that bad initially to start the football game but let's keep in mind here that they moved the ball pretty easily you're talking about this defense they moved the ball pretty easily without three of their starting offensive players the first their top three offensive players so they didn't even, their top two receivers this season didn't even travel here they didn't even have those people here in the first few possessions they made Jabari Park um. Um, Devontae Devontae Parker Jabari Parker uh, uh, Devontae Parker looked like he was like he's going to be the hottest waiver wire pickup this week in fantasy football uh, the way that he played with Brock Osweiler so I thought the defense played well um, well enough to beat the Miami right, Dolphins right, right, right. Uh, with Brock Osweiler and their their biggest weapons on that team not there offensively I think it took Deshaun Watson getting his lungs crushed um, against the Dallas Cowboys to have the Texans figure out that he's not that guy uh, that's going to be able to take all those hits. And I think when he stopped taking those hits and they protect him and don't put him in those situations, he made some better decisions like, nah, bro, I can't take those hits. So he got rid of the football. They didn't ask him to pass the ball that many times. And I think that is probably the game plan they need. But if Lamar Miller's not going to run the ball the way that he did yesterday, then this this plan is not going to work. Right, right. They put them in different positions to Absolutely. have to pass the ball more. Absolutely. The running game being as effective as it was in that game l- made Deshaun Watson do things a little bit differently. That, that's, Absolutely. I mean, he threw the ball 20 times. Right. And 16 to 20. Four, how, 42 points? 42 points, yeah. And he threw the ball 20 times. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not... That right. won't happen again. I mean, no. I mean, that can't... I mean, you... Well, well you, it you, won't you happen again. It's not, it it's won't not, happen for anybody. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson. Right, I'm talking right. about for any quarterback. But for him to have accomplished that, you know, you look at some of the games he's had so far in his young career. He's had some games you're like, wow, especially last year. Like, wow, this this dude is really good. It made some people actually change their minds about what kind of quarterback he's going to be. Yeah. There are some plays and some throws that he's made for me personally. I'm like, okay, this this guy has some accuracy on him. Come, not, coming out of yeah, college. Coming out of college, remember, we always talk about him as not having a strong arm. Yeah, yeah. yeah and but accuracy, but he's exceeded well, that. I'm the same. By, I'm the same. They, but, but how many times did he take? get possession of the ball in plus territory. So it's not like he drove the no, ball down the you're field. you're absolutely right. No, no, I'm not. We're not, so, yeah, we're saying, not, we're not debating that. But you're going to get pregnant. <laughs> hey, man. This is the thing about the Texans right now. What do we talk about their um, Achilles heel coming to this game? Red zone um, scoring. So when they got the opportunity in the red zone, it was nice to see them actually finish those drives yeah. and score touchdowns. If those four <laughs> possessions would have been field goals, we might be talking a different story right now. It might be the same old story. But the fact that they were able to finish four for four in the red zone, and those were mostly touchdown passes by Deshaun Watson, it was just good to see. Yeah.
Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying that that's, that's exactly, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I do. They got a lot of favorable um, positions because of where the defense was able to get them on the field, but they were able to finish. And that's what you want to see. They were able to finish, but they had plays over 20 yards. That, right? that, that too. That's big when you have mm-hmm. a quarterback that throws a ball for more than 20 yards in a football game. Shout mm-hmm. out to Dallas. It's important to have a quarterback who doesn't overthrow <laughs> wide receivers. Shout out to Dallas. Or underthrow your, wide receiver, your second best wide receiver and get him hurt. And like we said before, the running game, the running game was clicking as well. Shout out Will Fuller. Yeah. Hey, man, that man injured. But let me – can we talk about that catch by Hopkins? Mm. This is the second time they've robbed my boy Hopkins. That was P.I. That was P.I. Oh, yo, you, 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 you already know he's no, a chosen a great catch. You he's, are a, he's a, a hater, hater bro. Was, oh, he's a hater. You already know he's a hater. <laughs> Did you not – okay, look, look, look. That was – look. I'll show you exactly Watch the replay. What, Did you I, not I see um, Zayvon Howard holding – is his name Howard, right? Holding his hand, they his were, whole arm. That's why he had to catch you But they were. it was passing. So it was nothing. It should have been nothing. No, the referees last night were on boo. That's not. I, I don't agree. I okay, don't. Okay. I don't agree Forget with that. Forget the pi for a second. Can we just acknowledge the greatness Listen, of that cat? It was a great hey, catch. You don't got to tell me that. That was ridiculous. I've been, I've been acknowledging the greatness of this cat for a very long time in this yeah, podcast. So true. I know what kind of wide receiver he I'm, is. I'm, that's the message that I sent to my buddies last night during that catch. So don't don't say that I'm hating. That was I, that was stupid. Okay, let me let me, let me just that was let me, stupid. Let me t- let me tell you something right now. What I'm trying to say is that let's say he did pass interference. The defensive player held him to as still, well. It's a penalty. Well, I would let it go. No. Once See, I, man, saw, once man, I saw that, you won't be an NFL ref. No, 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 sir. Once the hand fight, once he's in the hand fight yeah, by no, both sir. players, you let no, it go. No, no, you let what, it go. And, and what, that's what did Mike Barrera say right after that? He said he would have let it go. Because it's obvious a let go play. No, it's not a let go play. I think that is one of probably, and it's more in NBA basketball than it is in anything else. I think that is the biggest cop out in sports, and I think that's what gets players technical fouls. That's what get people ejected, and it's not right. If so, it's a penalty, it's a so penalty. You're throw Howard, the so you're saying Howard didn't hold him on that? I play. didn't say that. Okay, so so throw offsetting penalties and call it a day, but don't let it go. Well, that's they, not they the call case. PI on, the, the, the offense, they, they let they let penalties but the go all wins the time. In that and I'm in an offensive NBA, player. You can't do that in, in the, the no, NBA. Sir. It was a penalty and penalty. in the NFL. It's a penalty. When it's crunch time. They let stuff go if like it's, it's a penalty. Nothing. It's a penalty. Period. No, they don't do that in, in the NBA. And I know they don't. They I'm don't. just they saying don't. it pisses me off. It's okay, not fair. I just want to make this point for you. That's one of the <laughs> best catches I've ever seen. Oh man, it, one of the greatest catches I've ever seen because the way he plucked it out what, what, of the air. What, what, what's his face portrait? That's, that's not one of the that's not one of the greatest catches you ever seen in your life. Are you serious? Is that not one of the greatest NFL? The one he put against his leg. We're talking about the same one. The one he snatched out of there and put it between his leg. You're definitely the minority here because everybody on TV was. In awe about it was that a, catch. It was a great, it was a great catch, but it was not one of the greatest well, catches. And I'm, ever. I'm not the one to say it was better than the other catch that he got let go. The one, the, the one that got the one in the New York Giants, Giants was that was better. that was crazy. All I'm saying is that Deshaun Watson is a talent. He may have the best hands in the league. You I have been saying Hopkins. this. Hopkins, I get him mixed up. Deshaun um, Hopkins, he has the best hands in the league. He might be the best wide receiver in the league oh, right yeah. now. He's, he's definitely, definitely top three, top two. And I, I've been saying that. He is. This is no Come on, problem. Trey. He's got, he's, Come he's, on, Trey, he's man. That, uh, can you what? give the man? Can you give him top five? He, you could be wrong he, this time. He, he might be top five. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. He might be top five. He might be top five. This is crazy. I'm so proud of you right now. Maybe. That, 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 that's good enough for me. This I'm proud season. of you. I'm proud hey. of you. Yeah. But to say you. that's one of the best games, that's that that's crazy to me. Because I it, thought the Giants catch was better than that. No, I I do too. But I still think that's one of the well, best catches Well, the reason why I think that one's so good is if he doesn't catch it, it's a pick. Right, right. That's why it's so incredible. It just it didn't look like a catch. 
Right. That's why Joe, you know, Joe Buck days even go off. Joe Buck said, where'd the ball go? Homie's in his hand. He, <laughs> it, it was, was on his thigh. Bro, he had to catch in his hand first. Right, right. He had to catch. You right. Know, oh, well, yeah. I mean, because it, it wasn't even his, it wasn't even the palm. It was more like even that a touchdown. few fingers, like that's four fingers. That's even more incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. more, that shows yeah. the strength yeah, but, of his hands, his fingers. Yeah, but he he made that catch with his, like the catch against the Giants, he used a hand. Not, no, hand. not a body, and not, not a thigh, said, look, not a waist. That, he used a hand. That catch that was stupid. Was stupid. I'm like, that. That was a stupid. You know, I, was, I know, I'm a backtrack. I think the catch last night was better than the Giants catch. Let me tell you why, though. Okay. The reason is the body the catch control. that didn't count the body they both didn't count the body yeah, they control they the both body count. control with him holding so why are we talking about catches that don't count because it was that's such like Houston, that's that, like that, Houston that's, Rockets you know division championships you're talking about the, the catch was so <laughs> magnificent even that it though it count. didn't count we still have to talk about it Could, yeah. no no yes, yes, that, yes, that alone yes, takes yes, it outside yes, the top yes. 200 like oh if it didn't count it didn't count well let's talk about the catch he made last year against the Pittsburgh Steelers for a touchdown that was an awesome was a catch. Great catch. Yeah. That, that was, was a great catch. Or the spin moves he put on the Cowboys. That, that catch right there, that was, it wasn't just about the catch either. He For him to be able to get two feet inbounds on that catch, I, I think we're kind of underrating what he does Cole as Beasley far as— Cole Beasley did that last week. Okay. Why have we got to go back to, to Dallas I'm just Cowboys? saying, what the catch Cole Beasley, 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 Beasley Are you really trying to put Cole Beasley in the same discussion saying, with Hopkins? Cole, are you really I'm trying to do that Cole right Beasley now? I'm just saying Cole Beasley made an amazing catch. Are you really trying <laughs> to do that right now? I'm not saying that. I oh never said that. Don't put words gosh. in my mouth. Look, Don't look, put words goodness. in my mouth. Look, Both of y'all going to wind up pregnant. I, I said this last week, and y'all dismiss me, me immediately. Adam Thielen, DeAndre Hopkins are the top two wide receivers. Right now. Right now. Right now. I can't argue with that. Negative. No, I'm not even saying I agree with that. But I cannot argue with that. Negative. I got to look through the list. Adam Thielen is having He's himself balling. a season. I, I, I think Adam Thielen is a, is playing very, very, very well. Now, I'm not saying— he's not the best wide receiver in the football. No, I'm not saying—let's say you draft wide receivers right now. I, he's my, he was my first-round draft pick. I'm not lying well, to I'm you. Not, if, you, if I'm drafting wide receivers right now, Adam Thielen is probably not going to be in my top five. I, I, I drafted him— But actually, as far as like the season— first and second. We mean fantasy draft or— Fantasy. Well, no, this, this is on, fantasy a team, draft. on a I'm team. I'm Thielen. You better no, draft No, on a team. On a team. I'm not talking about fantasy draft. You draft— Thielen right now. My, well, as a, the my team, thing for Thielen I is him first. He, he he was balling with Case no, Keenum last season, yeah. and he's balling with Kirk Cousins. He's I drafted, just balling. I drafted, in my biggest league, I drafted him second. I drafted Julio first, and that was a snake, and I came around and drafted Thielen in the second round mm. um, because I, I the dude's a beast. I can't – I mean, and the way they're throwing the football is great. Yeah. And Hopkins is – Hopkins is good, but – Hopkins mean, is a beast. Why are you giving him kudos that didn't even count? <laughs> Come on, bro. Oh, sorry. Where, where my notepad at? <laughs> Write that down. Write down. Write down this number over there. Twenty one oh one. So I can remember that. So I can take that out. You're always cussing on here, man. Anyway, so let, let's go into the next topic of discussion. Still within the game, are the Houston Texans right now the most dangerous team in football yes. in the NFL? Yes. Let me explain why. Okay. Five straight wins. <laughs> <laughs> Let me make my point, bro. <laughs> Trey, Trey was holding it for so long. I tried not to. I was okay. My bad. Five straight wins. Okay. In a division right now that looks really shaky. I'm sure we're going to get into the division a little later. Right. In a division that looks a little shaky. They're clear game. Um, the big thing for the Texans is is Bill O'Brien staying out of the way. That's okay. truly what it comes down to. And it seems more than anything, Hopkins is comfortable. Not Hopkins. He's always comfortable. Watson is mm. comfortable. When Watson is comfortable and the defense is playing well, the Texans are a really good team. Let's look at the, look at the AFC. Who in the AFC really scares you? Now, my, I let's be very very clear. 
I am not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying right. is if you're a team and you're <laughs> Trey is dying here. If you're a team and you're coming in to play the Texans, you should be scared because they can put up points. It's right. obvious. Okay, so the question I ask is, are the Texans the most dangerous team in football? And I, I have to disagree with that myself. <laughs> the only reason I put that out there is because after the Texans won this game, I heard some rumblings about that. Don't get me wrong. There's potential to be so. Yeah. But let's 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 be real. They've won five games in a row. Of all those five teams, none of those five teams have a winning record. None of them. The combined record of all those five teams is 14 and 22. Now, if the playoffs started today, the last two seeds would be the Chargers and the Texans. No one, if you had to pick a team to play, you would pick the Texans before you pick the Chargers going to that playoff game right gotta, now. But you got to think about it. Texans will be at home. No, they'll both be at home because both of them will have no, the, the, char- the Chargers. Char- the Kansas City Chiefs are winning that division. Chargers are a wild card team. No, they'll be a wild card team. Okay, so Texans so, would be at home. And I still think that some people would choose to play the Chargers. On the road, as opposed to playing the Texans. That so I, I disagree with that. Going right now, I disagree with because that. look, look at what the Chargers have done. Look at look at their 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 resume. The, the resume They've is only, fantastic, they, exactly. But I'm arguing as that, opposed I'm saying, to the Texans. I would rather the, the Chargers. Are you telling me the Texans are more dangerous than the Chargers right now? At home, yes, because you got to understand. I think the Chiefs are winning that division. Well, and and this is and this is just right. The Chiefs. So you got to understand winning. what I'm saying. If, the, if, the, if, the Texans. Look, look. Are you sold that the Texans are going to make the playoffs right now? Are you in saying this, in this division I'm sold on it? But let me be clear how I'm answering the question. Okay, I got you. There are certain teams that I don't call dangerous. They're just straight up contenders. Like you don't ask the question: Are the Patriots the most dangerous team? They're the Patriots. No, the Chargers you know are dangerous. Oh no, I'm the same. So I'm obviously I'm just talking about the teams I'm discounting. I'm not okay. talking about the Patriots. I'm not talking about the Rams. I'm not talking about the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Those are really the three big teams. Right, 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 right. And also, though, you know how I felt about the Vikings. I'm not talking about them either. But for everybody else, as far as in that pack and specifically in the AFC, the Texans are just as dangerous as anybody. They really are at home because it would be a home game. Yeah, I, I still I still have to give the edge to the Chargers, especially if everything falls into place as is. If the Chargers are who we think they could be, they're going to go into the playoffs as a very, very dangerous opponent. And I do not want to see the Chargers in the playoffs. That's me. I would rather play the Houston Texans knowing that none of the teams that they've beaten have a winning record in the five games. It's not even – it's 14 and 22. This, this season is a little different than NFL. Now, don't get me wrong. If if the end of the year – at the end of the year, if the Texans finish somehow, you know, 11 and 5 or something like that, we might be talking a different story. I mean, but right now at this point, I I definitely think the Chargers are a more dangerous team. Let's just – let's throw it out of the equation. Let's – on a neutral field. I do not want to play the Chargers. I would rather play the Texans. on a neutral field, yeah. but, but but I don't know what's going to happen. You you say that you say the Chiefs are going to have home field advantage, which is more 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 than likely. Yeah. But if you're just telling me who's the most dangerous team in football right now, off the top of my head, it's the Chargers. Don't get me wrong; the Texans are in the right the right direction, but I think it's the Chargers right now. You done laughing over there, Trey? You, you good? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what what can you give us your point? Are you good? I keep. Do we not need to me. continue to talk here, or do, can you give us your that your input? I, I, that honestly is some of the funniest stuff mm-hmm. I've heard in a long time. So, who's the most? I'm dangerous? shocked that you feel that way, um, and I, um, I'm shocked because I you don't I, think the Chargers are dangerous? No, 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 no. I, I think the Chargers are. I think the Chargers are very dangerous. I'm just not sure what you guys consider dangerous or yeah. Good and that, or, that's another thing. I, I when I talk about danger, 
it definitely has to be a wild card team, right? As far as a dangerous no, I, team. When I think dangerous, I think it's a team that is not a contender to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but can knock you out on a good day. Exactly. And I think that's the Chargers. No, don't get me wrong. The Texans are in there. They are one of the dangerous teams in the AFC. They're not the most dangerous, but they're definitely one of them. If the Sean, if the Sean Watson's having an on, on day, you do not want to get into a shootout. They can they can put up 42 points to get you. If he's having an on day, can't you just that for any NFL quarterback? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So you're not. So, so you're different. trying to tell me. So, so, so for non, I don't know, because I'm, I'm a little confused. So let's say for non-division leaders, so all the non-division lead. Well, no, because they are division leader. So you're discounting that already, which leads me to believe that you already know they're not dangerous because they're a division leader, and you're still trying to consider they're not even contenders. Yeah, even yeah. As a they, division you, leader. You, I mean, I'll, I'll give you this. The division might be one of the worst ones in the league. I already gave you that. Mm-hmm. So. That's that means nothing right now. They win division. They win division. It's not a great division. So I don't see. I don't see the Texans beating the Chargers in the playoff game. I don't think they would beat the Steelers or the Ravens in the playoff game. And if anybody is dangerous, the Ravens to me are much more dangerous than the than the Texans because their defense is better and offensively. No, they're they're definitely in that category. Offensively, but offensively. If if you want to talk about somebody playing on the top of the game, if Joe Flacco's having a good game with the mm. receiving threats that he yeah. has right now, nobody, not many teams stand a chance. Not just the Texans, but not just many teams. And I'm not hating on the Texans. Well, what I'm just saying, like, it, so are, are the Ravens an upper echelon team, or are they one of those teams that are in the middle? You're talking about because because I think the Ravens beat the Chargers and the Texans. Well, this is easily. The, well, this is the thing though. So we got to talk about it within the scope of the question. The Ravens may not even make the playoffs. We got to be very clear about that. They may not even make the playoffs. That's so, and that's because of their division, right? Well, it was because of the it was because of the division, and they've had some tough losses, right, and they right. have a tough game this week as well. I mean, they may not make the playoffs in that division, but that's what also makes them so dangerous. If they find a way to sneak into the playoffs, I mean, that's fine. But right. I'm not going to put them as the most dangerous team. Right, they right, can't right. make the play- like they have a great chance of missing it. Right. The right. Texans are in a position where it doesn't look like they're going to miss it unless somebody gets injured. For the most part, we don't know that for sure. No, I'm, I'm the same. Right. I'm the same. If you look at all the division why do you think leaders, the, why do you think the Ravens won't make the playoffs? I think there's a good chance they don't make the playoffs. You have the Steelers who are a good team, right? Bengals are still a good team, and the Browns are a good. Team. I'm saying when the they, Browns and, are two and, and four, the Browns just, aren't making but the playoffs. In that division, though, Did, didn't the Browns beat the Ravens? Or am I wrong? Um, I'm not for sure. I don't remember. I'm not. Gonna I think they beat the Ravens in overtime. Nine, yeah, twelve to nine. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, and that's a that's a within the division. That's what, a big I'm, loss. I'm, what I'm, it's, it's a big loss, but in that division, they fight. They get into brawls. Yeah, yeah that's true. All it takes is one or two one or two uh, losses outside of that. Who do they play this week? The Panthers. That's not an easy week. It's gonna be a tough game for them. They could miss the playoffs. I don't see how that's crazy. No, no, it's not crazy. But for me personally, I would bet against them missing it more than right, making it. Right, right, right. And we're kind of getting in depth, which I like about this question, because you just mentioned that they might not even make the playoffs. But even if they don't make the playoffs, I'm just asking which team is the most dangerous right now in the NFL. But I do like that you put that in perspective. If the Ravens find a way to make it to the playoffs, I agree with Trey. And I'm pretty sure you agree too. They are a very dangerous team. Yeah. Um the, what makes the Texans so dangerous though is this the the amount of talent that they have on that on that football and, team, and, that, and that's what the, that's the point I was going to get to. At some point in a playoff game, right when you have those front four that you have, JJ Watt, they get hot. JJ Watt, is the, you're JJ, not throwing the ball. JJ Watt has single handedly won playoff games for us. Yeah, do you know that? <laughs> You've only won what two in your franchise history? I think three, three, three. three. Yeah. So 
He hasn't won that many playoff games for you. Calm two, down. two of those against the, the Bengals. The Bengals. He, he he pretty much won it for us. Yeah. And then Clown, I, that's, Clown, that's all I said. Clowney won the one against Ravens. Well, I'm not I mean the Raiders. We yeah. have we have some talent on both sides of the Bro. ball that can win you football games. Outside of so if we're gonna call a spade a spade, outside of the Jets and maybe the Jags who play, I mean, who are one of your division teams, it's not like the Texans don't have a cakewalk schedule left. So when you're talking about making the playoffs. You play a Broncos team in Mile High, and no matter how good or bad that they might be, it's always tough to win there, especially if you don't have lungs that are working properly. Um, I doubt that he'll drive to Denver. He might, uh, but he better leave soon. Redskins, who aren't going to be – I mean, who run the ball very, very well. And you, them Redskins are tough. The Titans, who have already beaten you. That's at home. Want, the Titans – I'm just saying. Stop. I'm just, but it was it was with Blaine Gabbard. Stop. Blaine Gabbard was – No, no, it was. I'm just, it, I'm just, I'm just well, Okay, look, 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 Trey, Trey, Trey. What? We, we know how much you hate no, your no, side piece. No, 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 don't. So then, so, then the, so then the same Browns I'm, that you're talking know, about – But I'm not my, – my point is this. I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm not even saying it's a cakewalk to get to the playoffs. Right. What I'm saying is the division is pretty bad. But I'm just saying you just had to pick, the, If you, I had to pick a favorite, because it's not the same thing for the Ravens or the, even the Chargers. Even though the Chargers more so than, than – mm. the, like they control their own destiny. They, right, they play the right, Chiefs. Right, right. But my point is for the Texans, when you look at that division, there's no way you can say the best team in that division right now has to be the Texans. The Jaguars are in disarray. The Colts are they're not very good right now. And the Titans and have the had Titans, some pretty bad losses too. Yeah, because so they're not a good team. Right, right, <laughs> I mean, right. this is what it comes down to. So I mean the Texans have to be the you don't, don't get yeah, don't get me wrong. They're it's not, not gonna a, be a K Wall, right? Okay, but okay, but so let me know, let me ask you this. Are the Texans I'm just saying. that's fine. Are the Texans in your eyes the favorite to win the division? As of right now, yeah. Okay, okay so that's that's I mean, all we're that's saying. All, that's that's all, all we're saying. But it's not gonna be a cakewalk. The Texans, when he talks about the Texans and the Chargers, they are in control of their own destiny. More so than the Ravens. The Ravens might need help here and there to make the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think so. I think if you look if you look at the standings, I don't I don't I mean, they control their own destiny. They beat the Steelers and they beat the Bengals, then they're in. Did they beat them already? I'm saying when they play them. Well, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. They have to. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if they beat them, I mean, mm-hmm. if they beat them, they're in. They've got. They're, uh, they're at, or what? 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 The place Ravens are, and Steelers play. What place are they in the division now? They're tied. For so they got the in the next couple of weeks. They play the Panthers this week. They play the Steelers and the Ravens the following week. Oof. Well, all, all we're saying is that as far as if you want to bet on some teams. That are, I guess, they're in better positions to make the playoffs right now. It'll be the Texans and the Chargers, and they've lost to the Ra- they lost to the Bengals, and they beat the Steelers already. Mm-hmm. So, and they lost to the Browns in the division, right? So, that yeah. does take into account, even though it's the Browns. So, yeah, I, you know, I guess. Uh, so, who you, what team are you saying the Ravens are the most dangerous team right now in football? No, I don't think I don't think that the Ravens are the most dangerous team in football. You still think I, the Chargers? I no, I don't, I, I don't. I mean, I think the Chargers are good. I don't know that they're. Any more dangerous? I don't know what you. I mean, what parameters you're using? Well, that's because, fine. But using whatever parameters you want to use, who do you see is the most dangerous team? I'll put like this. The only parameter I'll give you is outside of the teams you consider contenders. Who are those? Uh, I think the the Chiefs, the Rams, uh, the Patriots, the Patriots. Uh, there's one more team. I want to say there's one more team. Maybe you want to put the Saints in that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you could put the Saints in with that win. If they didn't right. win against the Ravens, I wouldn't put them there. But you put the Saints in there. But other than that. The only I mean, thing I look at is that when playoff time comes and they're playing against this particular team, you know that, oh, man, we got to play this team going to the playoffs. That's why I look at it as a dangerous and team. And I don't think anybody's worried about the Texans. I don't think anybody – I don't That's think the Texans I'm have saying, that mind. Name, name your team. and Who's that team if you had to pick one? I would probably pick – I'd probably pick the 
the Vikings or maybe the Steelers. I'd be I'd be more afraid of playing the Panthers than I would be uh, playing the Texans. I don't, I don't know why you said Panthers like that. The Panthers, <laughs> the Panthers are good. Well, but they weren't on that. I mean, you you took some teams out of the mix, so yeah. I just I just I included them. Yeah, on Pittsburgh Pickers is, is a good one, but, but I I still think Pittsburgh has a history. But I guess it's a good one. I guess the way you define dangerous going to the playoffs, let's see that Pittsburgh barely gets in, then yes, they would probably be the more more dangerous. They have everything. They have everything in place that defensive coordinators really don't want to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. They can run the ball. They got a short passing game. They've got deep threats down the field. They use their tight end very, very effectively. They have weapons upon weapons. And defensively, they're a defensive-minded team, and when I mean when they play well, the def- in, in, mm. in playoffs, their defense come, hasn't been good in a while. Their defense just, is not the same. I, I understand that, yeah. but in a in a playoff scenario, you know as well as I do. I the, mean, the, the Pittsburgh in playoff scenarios, their, their defense, their has, defense not very, has not been very good. That's all I'm saying, Trey. They haven't been good. Uh, their go, defense pretty much lost them that game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. What are you saying? Pretty much, they did. Blake Bortles didn't do anything. They still gave up a million points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on now. Anyway, you know, there's only two team, three. There's three teams in the AFC that have given up less points than the Steelers. Three okay. in the AFC that's given up less points than the Steelers, and that's all I'm saying. Hey, points don't tell the whole story. Sometimes. So, so I'm, I'm, their defense is a little bit better than I think. They've given up two less touchdowns than you guys. Um, so, but all right. haven't we played another game than them? Oh, we have. We, no, have, you, we have. have. I just want to put that yeah. out there. Okay, so let's get into this uh, the week eight of uh, football here. Uh, we have Philadelphia and Jacksonville. They're going to be traveling to London to play their game. Um, who do you guys see in this game? You know what? Actually, before we get into that, no, never mind, because Trey is shaking his head. You don't you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it right now. You want to wait still? Okay. All right. So yes, who do you got in that game? Philadelphia or Jacksonville? And for me, that's a big game. For both teams. For both teams. It's a playoff. Because they said in London. <laughs> they told they they told Blake you're on a short leash. And I don't Blake know why. is like it's like a, a cat with nine miles. Every time you think he's about to die, he does something like we're gonna keep him here a little longer. That ends this week. Philly destroys you think so? Jacksonville. I think I, I think, think if you're right. Them. Yeah, I think if you're right, I think that that's gonna be Jacksonville's death as well. Yeah, as a Texans fan, I'm I'm gonna wake up early on Sunday to watch them die. <laughs> and, and more importantly, that I'm a believer in Carson Wentz and the Eagles. I am. Too. I still think they're gonna win that division yeah, they, in the they, East. As bad as bad as the AFC South is, the NFC East is just as bad. Like there, there's no good team in that division. And I think the Eagles are just the best out of the, a bad bunch. That is the stupidest <laughs> you've ever said. What what time is it? Thirty-seven oh six, bro. <laughs> That is, you are on one okay, today. Okay, I don't know what okay, you did. Okay, I know we don't want to go all the way here. Trey Day. Outside of the AFC South, because I'm not going to argue. The AFC South is hot garbage. The NFC East is the next worst division in football. Mm, I don't know. Oh I don't know about that. See, I really nor- don't normally, know. normally when Trey... I don't know about that. Collectively, no, I don't. I don't know you like you already have an answer. The worst, right the there. worst the, to me, the a very close second to the AFC South is AFC East. Take away the Patriots, they're that division. But the crappy. problem is that the, they're I, not that much better than the, the first place team. The rest they, of them are they, terrible. No, 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 the England Patriots is in, so much better than every other team in the AFC. The a- Bills a- are potentially one of the worst teams in the NFL that we've mm-hmm. seen in a long time. And the New York Jets, the the Giants are right there. No, the Giants are hot garbage. The Giants beat you. Did it? They're still hot garbage. That's, that's, just, okay. That has I'm nothing to do with sure. Texas. I'm, I'm sure. the Giants I'm are hot garbage. Sure. The Giants are better than the Jets. 
the Bills are not better than any team in the NFC East. Not any of them. And the Dolphins aren't either. Um, and you're talking. They're not. That, I'm just telling you, they're I not. Can't other than the other than the Patriots, all the rest of those teams are. And you guys know about the Patriots. They are pretty good. The Patriots are good, but they're much better than the. The, the rest of those three teams are bad. I, I, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But this is the problem. Oh, I said it again. This is the problem. <laughs> the Patriots are the best team. Comparing all those, so, that's fine. If you, if you want to argue that, that's fine. All I'm saying is this, and I know you agree with this. The NFC East is one of the worst divisions in football. Can we agree to that? Mm, I don't think so. Oh my god! I think the I think the NFC East has, has been and will always be one of the most competitive divisions. Okay. Those, <laughs> let's 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 move on. Let's move on. So who do you got in that game? Philadelphia or Jacksonville? Philadelphia. They're okay. playing the AFC South. So we got we, we all got Philadelphia. Let's let's get through this. Let's do this. All right. So the New York Jets are traveling to uh, Chicago. I'm pretty sure we all have Chicago in that game. Yeah, because they're the against a, a terrible AFC East team. I mean, it's just. Right, I mean, I'm going to take Chicago there. <laughs> I think, yeah, Chicago has pretty good defense. Um, I thought they played pretty well against the New England Patriots. Uh, a couple of plays here and there, they they might have actually won that game. Tampa Bay traveling to Cincinnati. That's a big game. It is. It's That's a big, big game. game. There's a lot of big games this week. Oh yeah, this is a good week. That's a big game for both teams. If any one of those two teams loses, it's your season's really hanging right. In the That's why we're saying that. You know how I feel about Marvin Lewis and the Bengals. I feel like he's a good coach, unlike some people on this podcast. I never say he's a bad coach. <laughs> I, I, I got to take the Bengals, but but Jameis Winston seems to be coming on a little more every week. The problem is he's still at that point where you don't know if he's a you know getting towards close to being a good quarterback or not such a good quarterback. But I don't think that matters this week. The Bengals defense does enough to help them win that game. I got the Bengals in this game too at home. They better win this game. That's all I can say. Yeah, they will. Okay. So Seattle is traveling to Detroit to face the Lions. Another big game here. <laughs> I mean, Seattle has made a uh, push back into it. Detroit is kind of, you know, Stanford back a little bit with these losses. Yeah. This is in Detroit. So that's the only reason I'm picking the Lions. I think it's, it's pretty much even, but because they're going to be at home, I got Detroit winning this game. And, and to your point earlier when we we're talking about the teams that the Texans played and they say, well, they don't have great records. Most. Teams in the NFL right. are like at 500 yeah, or barely above it or right below it. So yeah. most teams in the NFL are average. This right. is the truth. So you beat who you play. I'll take the Lions in that game, just like you said, because they're at home. But I remember before this season started, somebody on this podcast said that Cam Newton and Russell Wilson are not on the same level. What that person what, was right. show, It's showing out right now. That person it's showing was right. out. Cam, I'm, I'm not even knocking Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson is Russell Wilson has had some good great. Man, he so I, he's had some good no, no, games, no, 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 but it's the, not the translating in wins, bro. What? It's not translating they have in one wins. one more win than the Seahawks do. I got the Lions. Man, this podcast is going to give you a heart attack. <laughs> Who you got, Trey Day? The Seahawks will beat the Lions easily. Easily? They'll beat them easily. The the, Let me the, right the Lions don't have an identity right now. They're confused. They don't know if they want Matthew Stafford to throw the ball fifty four times or if they want Carryon Johnson to run the ball twenty four times. Mm-hmm. Once they figure that out, I think they'll be in better hands. But against a Seahawks team that's coming off of a bye week, this is not the time to figure that out. Mm-hmm. I think the Seahawks go in there and win that game easily because Russell Wilson puts the team on his back, mm, like he has, been. like he has been. Okay, and they're three and three. Get off, y'all, 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 <laughs> yes! both, y'all both about to he get has! pregnant, <laughs> like he has been. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, KC is hosting Denver. 
um, this weekend. We we all pretty much have KC in that game to win that game. I know it's a divisional game. It's going to be closer than people think. I was just going to say that. I was going to say that. I still have KC win that game at home. I agree. Case Keem is not going to be able to pull that win. That game ain't going to be close. It's going to be closer than you think. It is not going to be close. I'm not even saying it's going to be close. What do you think I think? 42 to 10? (laughs) 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 The game's not going to be close. All right. So we have Washington uh, going to New York to face the Giants. I got got the Redskins win that one. You got to say the Redskins, right? Yeah, I, I, you just got to say the Redskins. You, Look, you gotta, don't get me wrong. I would not be surprised the Giants won that game. Don't. Just because make of the Make a damn division. decision. I did. Don't I be the, on wa- the I said Washington's going to win. You said I won't be surprised. That's just said you be. So you could say ne- next week you could be like, well, I did say I wouldn't be surprised because I knew the Giants. No, make uh, a decision. I need to find something to throw. <laughs> <laughs> From now on on this podcast, I'm just going to put my shoe off and put it next to me. <laughs> so every time you piss me off, I'm just going to throw the shoe. Goodness gracious. And don't you George Bush it either. <laughs> I, I got to take the Redskins. All right. Who you got, Trey? The Redskins. The Giants are favored by one point at home. Mm. I mean, they're at home. Being favored by one point at home means nothing, though, right? Right. They give you three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you got Cleveland going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has to win that game. Yeah, it's a must win for Pittsburgh. No doubt. Yeah, they got to win that one. But that's that's on the same level with the KC Denver. It's going to be closer than people think. Oh, I, I'll tell you this. You know what? Let me get off the fence. Upset pick for me. Oh, let me tell you why. Then let me tell you why. You got Cleveland. I got Cleveland, but let me tell you why I have Cleveland. Cleveland should have beat him the first time. Mm. This time, Cleveland—that's their Super Bowl. But they're going to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I don't care. <laughs> that's their Super Bowl because they—they should the have beat them. I marked the tape. I've made how many upset picks this season? I've not been wrong. One. Oh goodness. Okay, look here, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we're going to have to start documenting things that we say on this podcast. I got it. <laughs> oh, I know. I got my documents too. Okay, I've been yeah, right about a lot of I, stuff. I have the Browns winning that game. Okay, good, good, good for you. Yeah, good for you. This is not going to be a right pick, but good for you. Hey, man, every now and then you got to step out and pick an upset. Okay, who you got, Trey? The Steelers. The Steelers. Not even going to be close, huh? Can you, are you saying not this, this time. time? It's going to be the same way. Not this. It's going to be a close. Steelers are favored by eight and a half, and they will they'll cover that easily. All right, so you got. Ooh, this is another one. Baltimore going to to Carolina. Ooh. But w- where are they playing? They're playing in Carolina, okay. and that's the only. Reason I'm picking Carolina because they're playing at home. They have Cam Newton. Who? That's gonna be a good one though. But let, that's let, another one. Let I'm me not, I'm not on the fence, but I would not be surprised if Baltimore won that game. Shut your mouth, Trey. But I'm picking Carolina. So in that game, and I don't know if you're gonna talk about this later. So if I step on your shoes, not my purpose. The Ravens are favored to win that game in Carolina. Are they? They are. They're favored to win that game. Mm. And I'm not a betting man, and Trey could probably—I want to hear Trey's opinion on this. But for me, that's you got to go with the Panthers on that one. Uh, it's a big game for both teams, mm-hmm. but really for the the Panthers, you're just trying to hold on for dear life, trying to stay around the Saints. <laughs> so you got to win every week, right? I got them at home, and they've been finding ways to win the in Ra- crazy ways, too. right? The Ravens are going to win this game, and I'm going to tell you right now, Cam Newton probably won't finish the game. <laughs> Cam Newton will not take the final snap. That's a, that that's game. a bold statement. So that, but I'm just telling you, it's gonna be one of two things. One, he he's gonna take too many hits, or he's gonna get hurt, mm-hmm. or it's gonna be such a blowout, he's not taking the last snap. In that okay, game. I can I can see that more than likely because Cam Newton is probably the most one of the more durable quarterbacks in the he's league. Superman, right? right. So, okay, come on. So, Definitely but so you Superman. got so you got um Baltimore easy. 
Both of you got Baltimore. No, I oh, I got Carolina. We both got Carolina. You got Baltimore. All right, all right. So we got Indy going to Oakland. I got Indianapolis. They got the better quarterback. Um, I'm going for Oakland to get off this nine, mm-hmm. get a win. It's at home, right? The Oakland's at home, but I yeah. still got Indy winning that game. Yeah. Who you got, Trey? Andrew Luck. Easy. Right. That that's gonna be a blowout. We ain't got to talk about that. You got a lot of blowouts. We got Green Bay going to face to L.A. Rams. Game of the week. Man, I got the Rams in that game. The offense is going to be too much for Green Bay. I agree. I think they're the at Ram- home. Yeah, no way. The Rams are going to win, but it's going to be close. Yeah, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers pull it off, but I just, I think the Rams are going to be too much. I agree. The Rams win. The Rams win easy. The um, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you consider close? Close is ten points. That's not close. That's not close. I, Ten I, points I, is close. No, it's not close. I, I, Two I touchdowns is not, not close. Not in betting. No. Not in, well. Okay, maybe for normal people, but in betting standards, that's not close. I, I, I so think. I it? think it would be thirty-five, thirty-one, mm. like a game-winning touchdown from the Rams. Mm. The Rams are nine-point favorite. That's way too high. I don't think so. So I, I, I put it like this: If I was betting, I would pick the Rams, but I would pick the Packers to what is it? Cover? To cover. Yeah. I'm just talking about as far as the football game was close. Anyway, so you got the Rams, too? Mm-hmm. All right. So we got uh, San Francisco going to Arizona. I got San Fran. Who you got, Chris? Does it even matter? It's a toilet bowl. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Who, who, who's at home? Arizona's at home. I will take San Francisco. Who you got, Trey Day? Cardinals. All right. So we got New Orleans going to Minnesota. Man, the only reason I'm picking New Orleans in this game or part of the reason I'm picking them is because I think they want revenge for what happened to them in the playoffs last year. So I'm going with N.O. in this game. Vikings. At home? Yeah. Who you got, Trey? I never pick against Drew Brees, even when I should. I just I can't. He's the greatest they, quarterback they, of all time. They've got the <laughs> – I concur. Second greatest. Man, but, the, the um, bigger we have on this show, man. We know I think, goodness. I think that although, although I am starting Thielen and Diggs in my daily fantasy, mm-hmm. I think Michael Thomas – Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram, along with Drew Brees, and him getting you know other receivers involved, I think it's going to be too much. And I just I think that game is going to be close. This is so close that the Vikings are only favored by one point. It might even be a pick'em now, but I just think overtime at, game at the end of that at the end of that game, I think Drew Brees wins wins it like on the last drive mm. or last minute drive. I just I just yeah. Do you guys know we have an overtime game this week? This will be the eighth week in a row. There will not be a week where there was not an overtime game. Jeez. Can I say something about the Vikings game? Mm-hmm. I think this is the week where Kirk Cousins already proved that he's I mean, he's going to really have to prove it in the playoffs. Right. Let's be real. Absolutely. But I think he's just proven in each and every single week that he's worth the money. I think he goes out and he balls. Has a phenomenal he, game. I can see him balling and, and finally, still loses. But, but the reason why I say that, and finally, Minnesota shows a shred of defense this season. Mm. Because they were a good defensive team last year, and all of a sudden, they're just really, really bad. Right. I think they showed some defense. All right, Can I so say something? Go ahead. There's one division in football where no team has a losing record. Y'all you said to... this on the last podcast. I'm, I'm just saying that that's after a week, it's still the same. So who was that? Because somebody on this podcast said that that was without a doubt the best division in football. And then the you, other you two, can just stop. And then I'm the gonna, other I'm two people, edit this out anyway. So no one <laughs> even hear you say this. <laughs> so let's people, move on. The other two people <laughs> on the podcast wanted to argue that, but still, in week eight, there are two teams. I mean, there's one division. That has everybody with a 500 record or better. Let's play a guessing game. Anybody? 
Anybody? No? No? Crickets? Okay. Thank you. Go ahead. Last, oh, you want to do last game? Go ahead. Oh, my God. My bad. Man, Sorry. The way you pay yourself on the back, every podcast hey, is see just- Hey, you see what my shirt says? Hey, man. <laughs> Gosh. All I right. might be wrong, but I doubt it. Ah, goodness. All right. So, the Patriots traveling to Buffalo. I got the Patriots in that game. But Buffalo always plays them tough at home. No, you're going to pick the Patriots over the Bills? Wait, I have another upset pick of the week. <laughs> upset pick of the week. My second upset. Tom Brady and the Patriots score 50 points. That's not, not upset. That's not an upset. How's that an upset? What was that? I did that on purpose. I, you know, I, you know what I, I just did, though? What'd you do? I pulled a tray. What did Trey do? Oh, my. Upset pick of the season is the Saints go to the Super Bowl. Bro, ain't no upset. His bold, trying, his bold oh, prediction. His, his bold prediction. See? So, you, you see how what? stupid it sounds, so, though? You know what? You see how stupid I, it sounds? I was so glad you went there because I was going to go there a little bit later. Because on those on those lists of teams you said not to include in the most dangerous teams, y'all had to throw the, pay, the Saints in there. Should we have the Saints? Should we have the Saints? Can we have the Saints? Second? No, no. Yeah, we that's exactly what happened. happened. We were not tomorrow. We're the Saints rewind the dangerous. Rewind we the were asking that the Saints rewind. should be contenders Exactly. That. That's what y'all we Y'all had to figure that out y'all have oh to decide between each other to figure that out <laughs> look look let me tell you something right now at the start of the season yeah, the there Saints, are certain teams, the Saints in there at the, the start of the season there are certain teams yeah. that people expect to go to the nfc championship game and or the it wasn't Super Bowl. the saints and the saints were one of those find, teams find me the year. article find there me was. one article i'll find it if you listen I'll to the podcast send me the i article. will send it to you sir thank you goodness and, gracious. and it can't be from the new orleans pick of you either and feisty today you a feisty today ain't you Mark the tape. Mark the tape. Uh, I don't know why y'all doing this to yourselves. I don't, I don't get it. All right. So um, can we get into our segment, sir? Can we do that, sir? Yeah. Trade day. We could do that. All right. So here we go, man. Trades, trades against all odds. Get it, get it kicked off, sir. New Channel Sports Podcast presents Against All Odds with Trey. Yeah. So in Against All Odds, we try and determine you heard us talking a little bit about spreads and covering and all that type of good stuff so today i want to give a little bit um put a definition behind some of the lingo that we use so you when someone says that they're going to cover depending on what the spread is spread depending means whoever uh, vegas odds thinks who's going to win the football the game so it could be an nfl game hockey game they have put they put spreads on everything so typically they'll bank a spread um determining what team is favored and assign those points to them. We'll cover about the spread, talk about the spread more later. But two of the things that I want to make sure that people know so that way they can relate to what we're talking about is one of the things people bet on is the money line. So uh, you have any idea what the money line is? I have no idea, sir. I'm not a betting man like that. <laughs> so do you know what the money line no. is? So the money line is basically I'm not betting on who if you win by a certain number of points because uh, that takes a little bit of guts. The money line just means that straight up, I'm just going to bet no matter what happens, this team is going to win. Okay. So you don't have to win by a field goal. You don't have to win by a touchdown. You know, like the bet that I lost. <laughs> right, <laughs> so right, right. You just win. You win the game, you win. Now, the odds on that are a little bit different because uh, it's pretty much a guarantee, it, 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 basically, um, that they're going to win. Sometimes if you bet for the underdog, then if you bet the money line for the underdog, then you're going to win a little bit more money. Um, so what you see when you see this, so if you're looking in the paper, if you're looking to try and see what we're talking about, the paper, do people read the paper anymore? No, sir. I don't know why you said <laughs> if, that. If you're looking online. You can read online. Yeah, if you're looking online. So if you see something that says like minus 150, when you see something that says minus 150, that means you're taking the odds 
and minus 150 means you bet $150 to win $100. So that's pretty much what many people feel will be a, a pretty sure thing. If you're going for an underdog, it may say plus 200. If it says plus 200, if you bet $100, you win $200. Does that make sense? Yeah. So minus 150, you're putting your 150 up trying to win 100. It's right. as, as close of a sure thing as you could get, uh, they, people think. So you see a team like the Rams are minus, uh, minus 900. You bet $900 hoping that you win 100. So an upset ruins everything, like right. Purdue and Ohio State, which we'll talk about here in a second. Um, so that's what you're going to do. So we're going to talk about money line this week because the last time we did this, you made some picks mm-hmm. and we went on the spreads. That didn't work out too well for us. We, right, we, right, right, we right. took some L's. Right. And your Texas is one of the reasons they didn't cover. They didn't cover they the did spread not. in that. But last week in the NFL, when when you were trying to go against the odds, uh, the first time we did this, uh, going against the odds worked. Mm-hmm. This time, if we if you would have went against the odds and took the underdogs this week, you wouldn't have won. Uh, because the favorites actually scored, covered the spread a lot more. Um, the Broncos and the Cards, um, two of the games I really want to point out, the Rams and 49ers had a 10.5 point spread, meaning that the 49, the Rams had to win by 11. They won by 29. Right. So they covered pretty easily. Um, another spread, 6.5, um, the Colts and the Bills, they won by 32 points. So they covered. But there were some other spreads that just didn't go too well. Like the Titans were supposed to beat the Chargers by a touchdown. And that didn't happen at all. And many people would have picked that because the Chargers are playing mm. so well. You would think that they'd be able to do that. They won that game by one. At one point, exactly. So that people who who went against the odds on that actually wound up making some money. Uh, your team, the Texans and Jags. The Jags were favored by five mm. in that game, and the Texans wound up beating them. So in that situation, going against the odds would probably would have worked for a lot of people. So what I want to do this time is I got some picks uh, for this week, and I just need that so what i need is i just need i need five games not the money and we're, we're not gonna go against the spread but i want to so not gonna do the same thing that we did last time yeah we are okay, we're, we're not gonna do the against the spread we're not gonna go against the odds this I time want... we're gonna test the money line we're gonna oh, test the money you want to test the spread you can win more money the, the one the one that we did last time i like you can, that one you can win more money if you go with the odds i have the i have the odds here you want to go with the odds you want to go money line. that's the one we did last time right right the one we gotta pick five games right then... but do you want to go you want to pick your picks against the spread you want to go against the odds let's or do, you do a new go one we'll money do the money line, line. money line is just straight who wins right you win less money that's but... fine let's, let's do that one we're we're gonna more money though well if you will potentially what game we're going with the money line you want to do the money line and you do the spread Cool. Let's do that. Let's spread it. Okay, so there's five there's five games. So which game do you guys think that you guys want to pick? Uh definitely for me the Panthers Ravens. The Panthers, but are you going you're going money line with that? Yeah, for sure. Okay. So and you picked the Panthers on this. Yeah. Alright. What's another what's one for you? I'm gonna go with uh Cincinnati over um Tampa Bay. So Cincinnati and Tampa Bay, uh that game. Is, so the, so you're, you're doing the you're doing the, the you're spread. doing you're doing the spread yeah so, so four and a half points yeah I, I think Cincinnati might win that game by a touchdown okay so if they don't win by five or more you lose right right I got you okay got you. Chris what's another one can for I you? go with the the, the the gimme with the the Bills and the Patriots so the Patriots are favorite oh that's the money line yeah so that game is probably gonna be like minus. 900 so your winnings are going to go down big time so you're not going to get a lot of Let's money not do that, that. <laughs> I just said, i'm starting to get it now yeah. i'm starting to get it um man give me a contested game uh saints oh. vikings oh that's that's a little too contested <laughs> uh redskins giants i will take that you want redskins yeah 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 i'll take that and you'll take the money line yeah all right all right so i'm, I'm gonna take san francisco 
over Arizona. So the so you're getting plus one. So if the if 49ers win, it got to be by at least yeah. No, basically. they just got to win. Yeah, right, or, right. Or, or tie, win or tie. Right, you win. I got San Francisco on that game. See, I'm starting to understand this is a bit better for the last time. All right, good. You're up. Definitely the Jaguars and the Eagles. So the Eagles, just money line. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna go with Carolina over Baltimore. You're picking the Panthers over the Ravens. Yeah. So, so they, if they win, if Carolina wins. Because Baltimore's favorite, right? Right. So if Carolina wins or loses by a point, one point, you're good. Good. Yeah, I got that. See, I'm getting wow. the hang of this. That is that's imp- this is impressive. And, I, yeah. and, and I'll tell you what your what your winnings could be here in just a second. All right, Chris. Oh, uh, man. Give me the, the Bengals game. The Bengals game. You're looking at... Well, you're picking the game already. Oh, money line. So you got the Bengals. You picked the Bengals. Man, that's tough. To win straight up. You're looking at me like I'm crazy for doing I, that. That's... Go ahead, man. Go all in, bro. Man, let me go all in, man. I'm acting like this is my money. Right, right. right. But the thing is, I'm thinking about it being my money. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> all right, so I got I got New Orleans or Minnesota, man. Ooh. So you, so they win or they tie, win. you're good. Good, good. As of right now. How many? Last that, that's one. Four? That's four. One right. more. Last one for me is uh, the Rams and the Packers. Money line. So they're minus nine. So that, that that's going to decrease your winnings a little bit. Okay, but, no, I'm but you my- want, you may want one of those in there because it's a those other ones hit then okay, you, you, you know you're right let me go ahead and take take the instead of doing that game because that may not hit let me take the patriots i know it's gonna bring down my money but i just want to make sure i'm getting something okay that's smart that's that's a smart if you're betting that's a smart way to go last one for and you. and i got the washington i got washington over the new york giants okay so so pay geez. me my money okay so as we move on throughout the show by the end of the show i'll tell you guys what a standard 25 dollar bet would be with the exact same picks you got. So if you're listening to the show and you want to place a bet and you want to blame somebody for losing, <laughs> you, can, you can actually blame one of these guys. Or if they win you some money, you might want to listen next week so that way you could get on the. Which, which one are you doing? Uh, I'm taking, I'm taking the. You doing the Bears. spread or the money line? I'm taking the. I'm doing the spread. Okay. So I'm taking the Bears game. Uh-huh. Um, and te- text me again the ones that we did. I will. We did last time. I will. I'm taking the. I'm taking the Bears, the Redskins. The Colts. I'm taking the Patriots to cover uh, the 14 points. I'm not afraid of those 14 points. I think they're going to blow them out. Um, and then I'm too afraid of the 10 points for the Chiefs. Uh, so I'm going to go with these are some really tough games, man. Yeah, uh, man. The yeah. Eagles. They I'm taking, are. I'm taking the Eagles game. Okay. Uh, so give it up three. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but what would be the benefit of picking the money line over the spread? This you don't have to worry about whether or not they win. So you know what you feel like you're going to beat. Um, the the Patriots are going to beat the Bills. So I, I, I bet four hundred bucks to win a hundred because I can pretty much. That's almost like a guarantee. There's not a guarantee almost. in any sports. Almost. Yeah. I feel like if you're making that bet, you're close to being an addict. Because <laughs> that's just I can't lose four hundred dollars over a game for nothing. Right. It happened right. like so. It's happened so many times to people who just you know like Conor McGregor matches, yeah. um, and boxing matches with those big upsets. Right. Um, Purdue, um, in mm-hmm. Ohio, Ohio State. That was one of the biggest upsets in college football history. Yeah. I mean, people lost. I mean, like it was like minus. At some some people got it like minus eleven hundred. Mm-hmm. So eleven hundred dollars went a hundred, and you lose. Man. I mean, like it's not. You're an addict. It's you're not, an addict. No, I mean you you cover your bets because you figure if I can make these other hundred dollar bets and I lose I that it. one, this one I'm gonna win. Like yeah. there's no way Purdue's gonna be at Ohio State. Right. And then they bust them upside the head and you <laughs> and then you're just crying. Literally you're crying. So <laughs> it's not fun. All right. So that that was um 
So we're going to see this week if going against the odds helped you. You went against the odds. I don't know if you realize that. But you, you you took a few of the underdogs in that, expecting them to win. So right, right. the difference real quick with the money line, you did money line with the straight up. You're going to get a little bit more money if you won your bet because you were giving up the points. Right. So 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 you were giving up those you were getting points and you're taking the underdog. So that's uh, gonna be interesting. It's gonna be very happens. interesting. We'll see what happens. We'll be hoping that both of you win. All right. So that that was that was very good. Against all odds with trade day. Very, very good mm-hmm. stuff. All right. So let's uh transition here from the NFL to the NBA. There's one simple question for you guys. So far at the start of the season, what teams have been the most impressive? What teams have been the biggest surprises and what teams have been the biggest disappointments so far to start the season? Uh, I'll start off on my biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. Not such a big surprise. It's two teams. So the Denver Nuggets start right. the season with a ridiculous schedule. Their schedule is a little tough to start the season. They've looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Harris or backward. Harris looks good. Uh, Murray looks fantastic. And mm-hmm. Jokic is a joker. He's been good for a while now. Just a lot of people don't know about him. That's a surprise, but not really a surprise. The team that surprised me the most, and I'm very happy for him, is Dwayne Casey's Raptors. Not Raptors. uh, Pistons. They look fantastic. Uh, When you have Blake Griffin in a role where he's very comfortable, Dwayne Casey's a good good coach. We've all known that. But he has this Pistons team. Everybody's playing their specific roles, and you finally have a healthy Reggie Jackson. He finally has a coach who believes in him because Stan Van Gundy was always shopping him. I don't know if Dwayne Casey went up to him and said, hey, you're my guy. We're going to roll with you. But he's playing with that swagger, that confidence that he initially had when he was with OKC. And when you have him and Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond, that team can knock out anybody in the East. Yeah. I'm not saying they will, but they had that potential. Mm-hmm. Very happy for them. That's a, that For me, that's a surprise um, that I didn't necessarily see coming. Yeah, I agree with you. That's my surprise, too. It's definitely the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Blake Griffin has been playing very well. And you alluded to earlier with Reggie Jackson. Uh, the combination has been good. Um, can they keep it up? I don't know. But right now, they're they're my biggest surprise so far in the NBA. I think that up until last night, I think people uh, would have to really have put the Nuggets in that in that category, which will, uh, which the team they played. We'll sure we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, I was torn about <laughs> I was torn about this because I think the Indiana Pacers like I I I don't know if you guys remember when I mentioned this and y'all were just like eh. not me they, not me <laughs> I, I, I said the Pacers gonna have a chance but, the, but the Toronto Raptors what they're doing in Toronto right now and what I don't know what happened with Kawhi Leonard or what that man is doing mm. but, but uh, this, is, this is no different than what he's been doing though yeah player but when you miss a whole year either you were really injured or you were playing coy or something like that <laughs> he was an hurt bro but no they, he was. I think he could have came back. Man, early. they are. I mean, I don't know if you've watched my 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 youngest son convinced me to get league pass this year because I mean, he's a big Lonzo Ball fan. And man, the Raptors are sick. I mean, so I, that's I, your most impressive team bro, so far. I, I, I'm telling. Yes. Yeah, that's my they're most gonna, impressive team so far. Also, they're, they're going to make some. Um, they're they're going to make some noise. We're gonna make some noise, but I, I, was I supposed to be good? That was a, that's a surprise to me because I didn't think they were going to be. I didn't think they were going to be that good this early. Well, yeah. I, I think they're. I guess they're in the same category. They're a surprise, kind of, sort of. I but you knew, they, you, knew, you knew they were going to be good. I'm more so leaning towards them being impressive, though. They've just been very impressive this year. Kawhi Leonard is, is showing why people were saying that he might be the best player on the planet at one point in time, yeah. up there with LeBron. Uh, you look at the top players right now, it's probably um, Durant, LeBron, and himself. Um, be- after he got hurt, no one really mentioned him, but now they're saying, you know, 
that he might be the best player on the planet right now. Yeah. And I can't disagree with that. So my my most impressive team is definitely Toronto. My surprise team is Detroit. The most disappointing right now in the league for me is has to be the Rockets, starting off one and three. Um, OKC is definitely there as well, but they've had a couple of injuries. I mean, the one injury to Westbrook, and he hasn't played well coming back yeah. either. So I guess that would be a team that I'll put there as being disappointing. But the Rockets right now for me are, are that team that's been – Pretty disappointing right now. For me, my my most impressive team is definitely the Pelicans. Man, Anthony Davis looks like he's coming out this year and he's saying, I am the best player in the NBA. I'm going to show everybody. Mm-hmm. He's he's just been very, very impressive. Um, you're almost proud to see him play that way. As, right. as an NBA fan, you just really want to see that cat stay healthy. Um, most disappointing team for me is probably the Thunder. Thunder disappointing. The, the Thunder Rockets, but the team that's most disappointing for me are the Wizards. I mean, mm. they've been together for so long. They just have these these stretches where they just don't show up for games. They, I just don't understand. They've well, had a tough schedule to start. I get mm. that, but there are a couple of games. I think they lost to Miami and I just saw just straight up not playing. Yeah, I mean, come on, you can't do that. The Wizards are just disappointing for me, only from the standpoint of they've been together for so long. Mm. I don't know why they had the, this type of start off. But with the Wizards and with the Thunder, for me, you look at what they did last year. They didn't do too much last year. I think they both got bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. From where the Rockets are coming from, the Western Conference Finals to starting off one and three, that's why I kind of get in the, the edge right now as being more disappointed than those two teams. I, I would say for the Rockets, the reason why I don't put them there is they play, what, four games and mm-hmm. Chris Paul and, and James Harden played in about one and three-fourths. They didn't look great during that stretch. Right, only that, that, they that beat, only yeah. thing they beat with the Lakers and then the other game they got beat by, to me, the most impressive team, which is the Thunder. I mean, not the Thunder, the Pelicans. So that's why it's just – for me, I'm not surprised by the start. How about that? Which is why okay. I can't say they're the most disappointed. I'm just not surprised Just by so the start. far. I mean, it's, it's, it's a young season. They've yeah. only played four games. So, yeah. um, What are we on? Surprise? Well, I don't know. We oh. both named our three. I so, don't know if you've named – Well, you, you've named your surprise. I want to hear your most impressive and then your most disappointed. The, the Most impressive was Toronto, right? No, the, so, Toronto's a surprise to me. Okay. Like, okay. I didn't think they were going to be – I didn't think they were going to be that good. Um, the most disappointing team to me so far, I, I would probably have to say – and there's a little bit of, I don't know, ha-ha in that with me is, is the Thunder. I don't understand. Like, I, I really don't understand. And I thought Paul George knew what he was doing by staying there. And I think uh, apparently he really didn't want to play with LeBron James and he didn't. He's questioning his work ethic and all that type of good stuff now. Um, they, they have to be better than that. They have to be. Yeah. And, and that's, that's, to me, that's embarrassing. And I, I thought, well, a couple of podcasts ago, I said that this season, I know it's a long game, a season, but with, with the parody in the NBA, the way it looks today, if you looked at the standings today, half the teams that we thought were going to be out of the playoffs are leading the West. Granted, we're 11 days into the basketball season. I get that. Right. But I don't think you can fall behind too early. Those games come back and haunt you. That's what that's what I was going to say. That's why I was more disappointed. I, I think the Rockets, I don't know about the Thunder, but from a Rockets perspective, I think they'll be fine. Are they going to end up winning the number one seed? They don't look that way right now. <laughs> but for a team like the Wizards, that's why I'm so disappointed yeah. in them. Like, man, Gotta y'all been early. together too long to have these types of starts. Whereas y'all going back after a game saying, well, we just didn't do this right. Well, so are you, really su- Come on. are you surprised about their start? I'm disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Because they've been together for so long. Okay. If yeah. I had to pick a team in the in the East, other than the really good teams and say, you know, that team's gonna make the playoffs, it's gotta be the Wizards. Okay. I'm disappointed in the Celtics, to be honest with you. I'm very impressed with Jason Tatum. I was gonna but say the that. Celtics are I, I I didn't expect this. I did not expect them I, to come out the way that they came out. Honestly, them and the Sixers. Yeah. 
Yeah, them the, and yeah, the Sixers the, because the the Bucks put up a Bucks are undefeated. Yeah, yeah, the, the Bucks, Bucks are four. I mean, the four. I, I I would like to say that that is a very impressive team right now for me. The Bucks, um, they're playing pretty well right now. That's a team that we don't mention a lot in the East. We always mention the Seventy Sixers, the Celtics, and Toronto, but we do not mention the Bucks at all. Pretty, but much you know, true. I think the reason why we don't is as good as Antetokounmpo is, mm-hmm. he can't do it by himself. And I just feel at this point. Well, this is just based off their four zero start. No, I know. But the reason that. why we don't talk about them is because we're thinking. At least me personally, I can say me. I'm thinking long run. I don't think he can beat the Sixers by himself. Right. I don't well, think he can we, beat the Raptors by himself. I don't think he can beat the Celtics by himself. Yeah, all we're saying though is if he had to start the season Eastern Conference, and I told you there are going to be three undefeated teams in the Eastern Conference, you're not going to see Milwaukee. You're going to say Boston, you're going to say Toronto, and And then then you might see Philadelphia. You're not going to put Milwaukee in that conversation. Well, it couldn't have been Philly because Philly Philly plays the Sixers. That's true, but but maybe not. Well, in the starting scene, they did play it. But I don't know if you would say Milwaukee in that that instance. But as far as differential, as far as how much they're beating teams by. Killing them. Uh, they're only second to Toronto, eleven point yeah. two. Milwaukee's eleven point. And, and I need to back up. I shouldn't say by himself. Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton. Yeah. No, 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 I was no, no, no. Say that Chris dude, that dude and is the, the truth. He's and he's a, it's contract year, right? Yeah, he's about to get paid. No, yeah. but Chris Middleton has been. He's been all right for a little bit now. I think. But this is the thing with Chris Middleton, which is why a lot of people don't talk about him. He's a very good player, but the way he's going to get paid during the offseason, I think he's going to go from being way underpaid. It's way, way over, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's gonna what, get that. That's yeah. the way he's gonna get market value for what he's done. And yeah. but, do you want to hear about my most impressive team? Go ahead, man. The team I'm impressed with the most. Well, go ahead. Let's let's who do this. you think it is. If you say the throw Los my Angeles Lakers, yeah, ready to throw up in my mouth. Yes. I think that for what? For, <laughs> let me be, let me be honest with you. Do you know coming into the game against the undefeated Nuggets, who most people oh listen, God. hold on, hear me out. They played them on the second night of a back to back. Okay, after they're getting their first win. If you listen to the pundits, the people that think they know what they're talking about in the NBA, most of them ranked the Nuggets as the second best team in the Western Conference coming into this. And that's just not based on what they're doing. It was preseason and everything else. The Lakers came into that game with eight players averaging double figures and nine players averaging four rebounds or more. That was, And then last night, what they were able to look... What LeBron James has gotten these guys to do blows my mind. I don't understand. In one game. No, 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 no. It's been, I mean, think about it. They barely lost to Portland. I mean, in their first game, they lost to a team. Uh, I wouldn't say barely lost. Well, Portland ran away They from pulled them. away at the very end, but Portland was playing. Their owner had just died. They were playing with a lot of emotion. And they haven't lost a home game. They haven't lost game one. They haven't lost their home opener in 17 years. So that's not. That's yeah, but not, that game wasn't close. That though. game is not. The game that, wasn't close. That game was a lot closer than what people, the score indicated. They lost to they 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 lost to a Spurs team that they should have beat. They should have won that game, right? And before the scuffle happened against the Rockets, they were down by one point. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're the mo- they're impressive. Though. So so for them to be able to lose those games the way that they did, and the, and right now there's not a person. I shouldn't say not a person live. Not many people outside of Laker Nation who thought that. Let me tell you right now, the reason that they didn't trade Josh Hart. They knew something that we didn't know. So I don't question that stuff ever again. I, I've, he, I've been a big fan of Josh. I've been a, a fan of his, but I did not know he had this in him. That dude is a dog. I'm telling you, but this time, I mean, six months from now, we're going to be talking like, damn, that kid is really, really okay, good. But let's just explain that. The question was, who's the most impressive? I team? think the, La- the Lakers it are impressive. Can't, that can't not, be not the, the most impressive Have win. So no, listen, it, but the most impressive but, but, team so far. But, but, let me tell you, Lakers, and this is coming from a guy that said, 
the Lakers are going to be in the Western Conference Finals this year, right? And also, <laughs> they're going to start the season with, with, with what kind of record? You say said, 14 and 2? I said, <laughs> like listen, did you not say that? Listen, part, part of that, part <laughs> of that was said, in, part of that was said in jest, but you're talking about a team right now who had a, who's starting a JaVale McGee. He's playing really who, well. But who had only averaged, listen to me, 12 minutes a game. Okay, look, 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 look. You can say the Lakers have been impressive so far, but they're not the most, the impressive, most impressive team how in gonna, basketball. How in the hell are you going to tell me what's impressive to me? Oh, yeah, I know. You, you live in a different world. My bad. Go, yeah, continue, mean, on, Trey. So, <laughs> continue on, Trey. So, so JaVale, McGee, JaVale McGee's playing 20-plus minutes a game, averaging yeah. over to almost 20 points a game, and averaging uh, like 10 rebounds a game. LeBron James hasn't LeBron James haven't ha- hasn't had a LeBron James game yet. But this is the thing for me. If you want to talk about the Lakers on the podcast, all you gotta do is raise your hand. That's gonna happen say, anyway. But it's my thing though. All you have to do is raise your hand and say, I want to talk about but the yeah, Lakers. But y'all, y'all well, let's not put them in the categories most impressive. I will say this though. It's my if, list of uh, most impressive. But they, they're not there. Come on now. Is this is this, if we're naming a team and say the best teams in the league, I say, well, the Rockets, because you know they lost to a really good team in New Orleans. It's just, it's asinine. And you would be and, and I mean, I don't think the Rockets are one of the best teams. That would be my take on it. But you have every right no, to No, sir. That. Come on now. But I will say this about the Lakers, because I've I think I've watched all of their games this season because they've been how could you not because they've all been on tv this year not all of them only one of them hasn't but you know the league pass is free for a little bit yeah yeah there you go i love what i'm seeing from lonzo ball man he's playing, i love it he's playing like i don't a know if, you, if you've it's not even just say he's playing like it's not even a lebron thing there's a couple plays where lebron was it's having a, the ball lonzo's like yo no i got this give me the ball right right and lebron's like cool with me bro <laughs> you know what no. i'm saying because he's gonna run around i've never seen lebron get so many fun dunks Layups because Lonzo and Lonzo's he's confident in his jump shot. Lonzo Ball's gonna airball or brick the very first one. After that, the dude has been like, I hate Lonzo Ball. Like I, I just get my son loves him to death. Like watches his reality show and everything else. And my son, every time he makes a shot, I'm like, I cannot believe this. I cannot believe what I'm watching. But the confidence that the team is playing with, and and I know you may you may go here, but this whole Lance will make you dance thing, I'm I am one of the biggest Lance Stevenson's fans. Around now. Well, this, this dude is, is playing the, phenomenal. I said this before the year. Because we're talking about the Lakers. I said the Lakers are loaded as far as talent. Like, they can run with you. Kuzma's the best player on the team. Other than LeBron. Kuzma's just... A beast. Kuzma, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this guy. But the thing is, it doesn't even look like he's that good. Well, no. the funny thing about this is, though, is how... Ingram has not been talked about anymore. Bro, I, I was going to go here. Let me, let me go somewhere. Let me go somewhere. When it started, he was the guy. That's what I, that's what I wanted to say. I think... The Lakers should trade him. If you can get anything back, especially a quality player, I would trade him. Trade, I, trade his already. Ass. Trade it's his. Funny you said he that. Does, his, doesn't he doesn't fit because he gets he's kind of like Carmelo. He gets the ball and he kind of stays there. That's not the offense, bro. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it flowing. He catches it and he's not talented enough to do that. I think they got to trade him. I mm. think it, now with him getting um, suspended and him doing, I think what he's done is he's getting. Uh, he's given other players a chance to step up. Even Rajon yeah. Rondo. Rajon Rondo was without a doubt going right. to be the start of this team. Absolutely. I don't know right about that. No. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, Lonzo Ball, that's why he was jogging back to it. He's like, oh, go ahead, Rondo. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you saw him and Harden. Harden, they were they weren't even jogging. Do, do they you, were like walking. Bro. And they looked at each other like, really? And I and I asked <laughs> I asked some of my buddies, I'm like, what is it? Because Kevin Love is balling in Cleveland. Well, Nobody right. really cares. Look, I'm, Kevin I'm, Love I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you right now. Every podcast. From here on out, he's going to mention Kevin Love. <laughs> but listen, so listen, this is why I have an issue because I've always talked about I, we we're not nowhere in the stratosphere. <laughs> so, so listen, listen. Go ahead. But this is where I'm going with this. 
I've always knocked LeBron and people. One of his biggest knocks is people saying that he doesn't make his teammates better, right? right? And so when Kevin Love, Kevin Love stats went down the drain. I know stats don't tell those stories, but they went down the drain when he joined forces with LeBron James. Yeah. LeBron leaves and he's having 30, 20 games. You're like, wait, where was this when LeBron was there? He didn't have those opportunities. So now he's in Los Angeles. He's not being, he's been the passive LeBron. And all of a sudden these dudes are playing like, and it's veterans too. So I could see if it was just all young dudes that have a, elevated their I level of play. Saying, but there's a difference though. This is the most talented team LeBron's played Some on. Some people since don't the believe heat. that. No, since the heat. Since the a heat lot of people team. don't believe that. I mean, me personally, you can even argue they're more talented. But is this a different league, though? It's a yeah. different league. So I'm not saying that that this Laker team will beat that Heat team. Kuzma's impressive. I love Kuzma. Josh Hart is very impressive. But for me, it starts and ends with Lonzo. If Lonzo can pull it like that dude, mm-hmm. mm. but you got to kind of say that it's not necessarily the most talented team, which it might be, but as far as talent and youth Combined. A little combined. bit of mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. A mix. That, that's where it's Lots at. Lots of balls pressing people. Last night he ripped um, Jamal Murray from like. Well, because I was, was, was going to mention that the? because because they don't the Nuggets right now don't have a true point guard really mm. and truly they really don't right but, but they can get away with it which is why everybody's high on them now but at some point you need a true point guard because Alonzo smelled blood mm-hmm. he's like I'm gonna go get it they were yeah. down 18 to the Spurs they were down by double digits last night and I was just like come on man like this is but then all of a sudden they just turn it like I don't know that's why it's impressive to me because they haven't they haven't quit yet the Rockets had them down by a lot and they came back and mm. that's not what this what as a Laker fan we haven't seen that in right. a few years now so that's why well, that's impressive to me they were down 18 mm-hmm. to the Spurs don't get me wrong kind of gone away from it they have been impressive in, in certain aspects but it, it was very pivotal the whole brawl with the lakers and the rockets that was a pivotal point in lebron james's career to me because as we alluded to before yeah. lonzo ball kuzma all those guys had the opportunity to step up i'm seeing lonzo ball play and i just saw different highlights but he's just like a different person like he cares more yeah like okay if i don't take advantage of this opportunity now, right now may never get it it may never get it yeah and so he's showing some stuff that I haven't seen from him before. And that, I think that's very important. So when it comes down to it, I think Lonzo Ball could take beyond the bench for a while. I think that even Kuzma might be able to say, I'll, I'll come off the bench for a while. But now that the roles have reversed, Rondo's not going to want to stay on the bench. No. Um, Ingram, he's not going to want to stay on the bench. You could just, Hey, look, look. If y'all haven't heard it, they need to trade that, man. They didn't trade both of them. If Lonzo Ball continues to play at a high level, Rondo is not going to want to come off the bench. I I can't see. He that. may not want to, but I think he'll he be will. okay. But you know, you know, I think he'll be okay. When's the last time you heard from Lonzo Ball's dad? It's been a minute. LeBron ain't having that. It's exactly. But that's yeah. what he needs. Yeah. But Lonzo my, Ball, but needs, my, you're right. But, I, I you're but saying, that's yeah. my point. Like if LeBron says you're coming off the bench, mm. you're coming off the bench, homie. No, for Lonzo <laughs> Ball, I think it would have been okay. Do you know? Have you ever heard of Wally Pip? Do you know who Wally Pip is? I do not. There's this. There's this old saying. Wally Pip. Played is with, he a pimp? No, Pip. Wally oh, Pip. No, I'm saying, is he a pimp? Like no, a pimp. he's not a pimp. Uh, <laughs> Wally Pimp will get you. Wally Pip was, <laughs> uh, was a baseball player, played with the Tigers. Okay. He was purchased by the New York Yankees back back, back in the day, like 1915, like back in the day. Wally Pip asked to sit out of a game because he had a headache. <laughs> right? So Wally Pip said, let me sit this game out because I got a headache. Well, the Yankees said, okay, cool. They replaced him by this gentleman named Lou Gehrig. Ah, that game, right? Wally Pip never got his job back. Right, right. <laughs> so, no, but that's so so that's sports. What happens? Right? The, the Drew Bledsoe got Drew Wally Bledsoe, Pip. Right, right, right. <laughs> this fight 
could have caused Ingram and Rondo to kind of get Wally Pip because, mm-hmm. like, and it's a it's a common thread. Like you did, it wasn't something you intended to happen, mm-hmm. but you gave yeah. somebody a chance, somebody else a chance to shine. Right. And but there's so many different paths that this can go into, right? I can see Rondo doing a lot of things. Like he can come back because he's already called Chris Paul a, a bad teammate. He might come back and be like, you know what? I I just finished calling Chris Paul a bad teammate. If Lonzo Ball is taking con- complete control of this team, f it. I'm going to come off the bench. I'm going to be the best teammate possible. Yeah. So this can go a lot of ways. And you, when you say go a lot of ways, we'll see what Luke Walton does. Yeah, I, think, I mean, I, I personally think Lonzo Ball needs to come off the bench. I mm-hmm. think that his, I think because the way that Luke Walton is subbing him now, he's still getting court time with LeBron with that second unit yeah. on on the floor. Um, where where uh, LeBron's playing the four and sometimes the five, but I think you start Rondo, bring ball off the bench, and he's going to flourish. I, I, this I, this is my only problem with that statement. I've always said I think Lonzo can be a star in the league. Like the way he Lonzo, plays, I don't agree. Lonzo, with Lonzo thinks he can be a star in the yeah. league too. But, this, changes. but that's why I like seeing it. Like the difference between him and Kuzma. Kuzma is a score, right? But those really do come a dime and a dozen. Kuzma, Kuzma has moments where it's like he's a special score. Same thing as Josh Hart. I think Josh Hart has more upside than Kuzma, even though you might disagree with that because of the way he can play in like defense and offense. Right. But Lonzo's is different. If he gets it right, he can carry you. He really can the way he plays because it's infectious. When he catches it, the way he like he just like yo take yeah, it. Yeah, he just gets take he gets, Yeah, he he is very a very unselfish player yeah. at that. But the key to his game is really that jump shot. If his jump shot can be consistent to where defenders have to respect that, it's UCLA. That's going to open that's up UCLA all everything. over again. And he's and he's close to getting. I mean, it's only four it or five games consistent. in the season. We we've just started. Yeah, we have to see that consistently on a night in, night out basis. But the only way it's consistent if he gets enough playing time to do it. That's the difference. When if he's coming off the bench, he has a little leash. He misses a couple of shots, and he has to sit back down. We're not going to see that player that I think we could pay attention. So Luke to see. Walton said something. They said something on uh, um, the at the during the game last night. It's not necessarily who's starting the game, but who they're finishing the games with. And in the couple of games that Rondo played, Lonzo was on the floor closing the games. So if he can come in off that second unit and also end the games, I think they kind of kill two birds with one stone there because they're not going to use Rondo down the stretch. It's just not going to happen. Uh, so I think that I think they continue to start him. Mm-hmm. Let him let him earn his keep. Uh, make sure this isn't fool's gold, and see what happens. It's going to be interesting, to yeah. say the least. Back on Rondo, I I just I don't know what direction he's going to take. I don't care what anybody says. I think that Rondo and LeBron James have some kind of inside beef there. I don't care what anybody says. There has to be. You you that cannot happen with your best friend. If Chris is, he's my main guy. Yeah, Chris, you're my main guy. Yeah, okay. If we're playing basketball one day and this is a teammate decides he's going to punch you, I'm going to punch my teammate. It's, uh, it's just that plain and simple. Yeah. I, so I think there is an inside thing there. I know their teammates on a higher level. We're talking about, uh, you know, they're playing for LA Lakers, but there's something there. And I think that's going to take into to play two down the line. I agree with you. So, but, but let me just wrap this up. Y'all want to, if you had to pick one player who would be gone, Ingram or Rondo, who are you picking? Rondo, not even close. I, I gotta wait. I, I gotta see more. I gotta see a little bit more. Cause I mean, when the season started, Ingram was put put up there as LeBron James's, you know, best man. Like he's gonna be the next Pippen to LeBron. So LeBron I loves gotta Ingram. say, yeah. So I, I got. But if they had to decide who's going to go first, it's going to be Rondo. Yeah, they're going to wait to see what happens with Ingram. Rondo's at the end of the leash. He's an older player. Yeah. Ingram is still young. They're going to wait to see what they have with Ingram before they. Removing. I'm saying if they know it's best for them, they get rid of Ingram. And I think, well, you saw Kobe Bryant at the game wearing his 
suit and his power tie, red power tie. Yeah. I think he's slowly but surely in Palinka's ear. Um, and I think LeBron has a good relationship with them. And I, I, don't, I don't see Ingram going anywhere yeah. unless they trade him yeah. for. Yeah, and that's, that's the key there, too. They're going to get better assets trading Ingram as opposed to trading that's Rondo. What I'm, that's what I'm but saying. But they better get the better pieces. They can't trade Ingram and get back dirt. Okay, would you would you trade Ingram for Jimmy Butler? No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't think that team is good enough to be the Warriors. If you're trading for Jimmy Butler, then you have to believe that that team with Jimmy Butler is good enough to beat the Warriors. I think. I think. Would you trade four first round draft picks for Jimmy Butler? Well, I I do think that if the Rockets get Jimmy <laughs> Butler, then they'll be in contention to four first round draft. Well, this picks? is the thing, though. but they're they're it's, so spread apart. But there's but not just it's spread apart. If the Timberwolves take it, where it happens on October 31st, where the Rockets trade four first round picks, Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight, and you keep Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker, you do it. You do it. You do it. You got to. The window was right there for the Rockets. The only if, it, only if, it, if you give a four first round picks plus Eric Gordon, no, you're crazy. you don't do it. But they've never but wanted to why, give up. But that's why it hasn't happened. Right, because if right. that was an offer, you would have saw breaking yeah. news. It no, would have been flashing. They, the the um, Timberwolves wanted Eric Gordon and PJ Tucker at one point. Then at one point they're like, we just want PJ Tucker. They're not giving up PJ Tucker for anything. Now if you give up four draft picks, Brandon Knight and um, Marquise, Marquise Chris. Chris I do it in a heartbeat because that ridiculous. team. ridiculous. Well, th- that gives you the opportunity to beat. What team right now in the Western Conference has the best chance to beat the Golden State Warriors? I don't know. You don't know, right? But you are still playing to win championships. And that's why I respect the Rockets 110%. No matter what Daryl Morey does, he is going to give you the, if you want to call it the illusion, the illusion that your team is going to compete. If we get Jimmy Butler right now, you may not like it, but at least you know, oh, he's going all in. He is trying to beat the Warriors that right doesn't now. Make, that doesn't get y'all on the level of the Warriors. I'm not, I'm not even saying that it does, but at least the organization is showing me that they're trying to do that. So wouldn't that be the same for the Lakers if he went to the No, Lakers? no, no. I don't think it's on the I think it's a little Lakers. different. I think it's a little different because I think the Rockets are, would be still more talented. But yeah. be just, and they're, and they're, they're, they're older. They're older, too. But they're not just that, team. though. But not just that if you keep Eric Gordon and P.J. Yeah, Tucker. Yeah. Because and, in that scenario, you're really rep- replacing Ariza. With Jimmy Butler. Yeah. The Rockets have higher expectations right now than the Lakers do. According to who? According to the Rockets and the Lakers. I mean, no one expects the Lakers to make it to a um, um, championship. Are you buying that? Do you really? Do y'all really buy that? Do y'all really buy that? By what? Laker fans, LeBron James. I'm not talking about Laker fans. Laker fans are stupid and crazy. Laker fans, LeBron James. Do you think, do you think the national media doesn't think that the Lakers could win the championship or well, want this, them to the win the championship. That's what I'm trying to answer the question. So Lakers fans, are, I should, they're not stupid and crazy. They're delusional. That's the word I'm looking for. Lakers fans are delusional. The national media, I don't think anybody expects them to win, to, to get to the championship. No one expects the Lakers but to get But if the there. Rockets got there, I don't think anybody would say, oh, holy cow, the Rockets won. I just don't see that. They'd be like, That Whoa. would be a shock. How is this a shock? What? That would be a shock. What's the narrative for the Rockets last year? That, if Chris Paul didn't get hurt, they might have beat the Warriors. If, okay, even if, they did, even if they didn't. They went to seven games with the Warriors, bro. But, but, but that doesn't but, have but, anything but, but, to do with this what? year. It has nothing to do with this year. Nothing to do with this year. The Eagles and were, that's exactly the Eagles why were world beaters last year. Nick it, Foles was a beast last year. And that's, and ex- sh- and that's exactly... Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> and that's exactly why the Rockets are trying to go out to get Jimmy Butler. That's why I respect Jim, but, them for trying to do that. But Jim, Okay. So you want to you trade, trade him. You got a team full of players who can't remain healthy. Already, so okay. if, if the Lakers and you got get, somebody who's historically known for tearing up a locker room, 
He did it in Chicago and he did it in Minnesota. So why, how does that make your team any oh, better? But look, how does it not? What are you talking about? If you add a look, if you add Jimmy Butler to the Rockets, they're obviously a better team right now. You don't give if you don't if you don't give. Well, I put You also said that when Trevor Reza left. You also said but, that but, they were going to be good. So you're, 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 what you're saying is, Trey, I mean, you're saying that the destructive nature or the potential destructive nature of Jimmy Butler makes this team worse. I think because so, I think you already took a chance with Carmelo and Carmelo's buying in. He's doing his he's doing what he's got to do. He's laying low. Jimmy Butler's not that dude. He's well, not Jimmy, that you're dude. right. Jim Brooks not that, but he's he's better. He's younger and he he he's hungry. Carl That's Anthony, what the Rockets really. The best need. game Carl Anthony Towns has had this year is when Jimmy Butler missed the game because he's afraid of him. Uh, I'm, it, he's he's literally. So what do you think he's going to do in Houston? But the Rockets. James Harden's not. James Harden's not afraid of him. James, James Harden is going to. James Harden was afraid of Rajon Rondo and and. Ingram That's on other teams. That <laughs> it's not going to affect James Harden's game, though. It's not going to affect James Harden. It yeah. sure as hell ain't going to affect uh, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. Chris Paul ain't going to be a damn. damn. And, 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 and another player is not going to affect this Carmelo. The Rock, I, if the Rockets are able to pull off that trade without giving up P.J. Tucker, without giving up Eric Gordon, they're you, definitely better. You can mark the tape. Now, they're, going, not, they're going to the Western Conference Finals. I, 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 be, I, I beg to differ. If they make that trade, I don't even think they win their division. Well, they got to a slow start, but I'm just hey. telling you right now, if they make that trade, they're not going to win the division. Because first division. of all, it's going to take too many games for them to jail. We're all right, still okay, jailing. Okay, okay, so and right by now, that time, it, it's going to be too late. Right now, are the Rockets in contention to beat the Warriors this year? No, right now. Okay, no. so that, that's that's well, well, no, that, that, that's fine. But I was, let's is just there, go with that. This is not right that. now. Wait, is there not. any team in the NBA? No, okay. no, no. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Right now, based on what happened last year, you can argue that the Rockets are the closest. To contend with the Warriors. You could argue. Basically. You can argue. That'd you can argue. That's all I'm saying. Silly argument. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. It can be a number of teams right now. Mm, I, I think if you want to go New based Orleans. on last year, the, the, you would say the Celtics are probably the, the – if you want to go based on last year, the Celtics are probably the closest to beating them. But the Celtics didn't even make the, I, I'm, the finals. I'm, I'm, that was due to LeBron James. I'm, I'm not going to entertain that. That was due anyway, to LeBron James. I, anyway, I can't, I can't he's no longer that. there. I can't entertain Anyway, that. all I'm saying is that <laughs> – this is all I'm saying. The Rockets pursuing Jimmy Butler – gives me the impression that they're actually trying to go all in on a believe, championship. I cannot believe you would be okay with trading four first round draft picks for a a disgruntled he ain't even a you know is he, he a star? You, you know, let me tell you why I'm okay with it. But let me tell you why I'm okay with it. From a Daryl Morey perspective. Thank you. Thank you. You're okay because Daryl Morey he's in my opinion, you can disagree with this or not. He's the either the best, very best GM in the NBA or top five. You can you can sleep on that all you want to. But it's a fact. The facts are facts. It's facts. Those are the facts because you got to realize. Don't before, look at me like that, Trey. That's a fact. Wow. That's a Y'all fact. Gonna have a- <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to have twins. <laughs> Y'all going to have twins. Y'all going to have twins. Uh, give me that paper over there. <laughs> And I'm going to make one more bold prediction on the NBA because I've just been making a whole bunch of bold ones. Don't be surprised if Kobe laces it up by the end of the year. If you're watching him last night in that game, I know you're watching it. He looked like he wanted to play. <laughs> hey, don't get me excited. Don't get me excited. Just putting that out there. I think it would be – that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Then you could deal Ingram or Rondo. Get you Kobe, Kobe did say if the Lakers started 0-5, he would come back. I didn't that. was that. a joke. He did. He, did uh, he said that. that, but there was a – Ingest, but yeah. and that that's not Kobe doesn't play like that. There was some truth to that. Yeah, I know, I know, was, I know. No, no, no I, bit of truth he wants to play, and I really do honestly think that the only thing stopping him is LeBron James. I don't think. So. I, I think. I think. What do you mean by that? I, I don't think he wants to hit LeBron James. I think. I think a part of him is like this is LeBron James's team. 
this is spotlight. I don't want to take anything away from that. Like at first, I thought if I don't think Kobe is that petty, um, petty yeah. to join the team. Like you know what, I'm on this team. I'm helping this team Le- win. He wants to play. LeBron James would do be the happiest person in the world if Kobe Bryant came back. LeBron James would be the happiest well, person in the world. Can I say something about that before you make your point? What? I don't think LeBron would. I think LeBron's camp would. LeBron, I think Maybe. he could care less. But his camp would be like, yes. Yes. So when you lose, you can't have people like Absolutely. Kobe saying, well, if I were playing. And you <laughs> you know know what I'm but you lose that with the fans, too. LeBron, so much weight would be lifted off his shoulders. I you think really think would, so? Oh, my goodness. What? I don't think so. Bro, did, you not, did you not see what happened after the Spurs game? So after the Spurs... LeBron hit the clutch through the techno overtime. Then he missed a couple of free throws and he missed the game winner trying to shoot a Kobe shot. That's the yeah. first time I've ever seen him doing something. Yeah, he like, said, what I got it? to my spot. I'm like, that ain't like, that spot. Is nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I, after the game, though, everybody was saying, Kobe wouldn't have lost that. I, I know that. I do understand that. And people were saying that. But it's it's a different level right now. This is still, even if Kobe joins this team, it's LeBron James's team. That's not going to change. No, no, I, I get that. What right. I'm, well, I maybe so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody's arguing that. <laughs> no, so I don't, I don't, so I don't think that. I don't think the the pressure is going to be relieved from LeBron James at LeBron, all. Well, it's relieved in. in it it might this, even be from the pressure. Le- no, no. Let, let's 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 put no. a, let's put a scenario out there. Okay, let's say Rockets Lakers are playing. Score is one hundred two one ten. Kobe Kobe hits a shot to tie the game. Well, that's an eight point right. shot. Two points. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he hits the shot to, to, to tie the game. Come down the other court. LeBron misses the layup. Come back again. Le- Le- Kobe Bryant hits another shot to to tie the game. Yeah. Kobe, LeBron James is two free throws. I mean, right after that, the, the pressure is going to be enormous for LeBron James. Nice. Now he has to keep up with what Le- uh, uh, Kobe Bryant is doing on the court. If he's playing that well. No. I, I think it's hey, that dude. If Kobe Bryant came back and they made another Western Conference. He made another finals in a row in the Western Conference, which everybody said he could not do. That's all he, at the end of the day, he needs rings and he needs more finals appearances. And that's, and that's why there's pressure and on so, him. So, right. So, but if you have Kobe Bryant there with you, one, it's not just you anymore. But it's not the Kobe man, Bryant. It's yeah, not sh- the Black Mamba. Man, did you see the reception that fool got last night? No, I understand they that. They put that dude on the Jumbotron. and <laughs> I mean, the people lost their mind. Yeah. So you say it would be LeBron James' team? It would be It would be Batman and Robin. I mean, like, it would literally be the fan, The L.A. fans wouldn't think that. So how, how good do you think Kobe would be? For you think he's going to be a starter? Or you think, let, let, let me put that into play. You can't. You're not going to sit him. So he's he gonna be a starter? He's not gonna be a starter. He's gonna close every game. I say that. <laughs> he will be closing. But I, 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 I might. I'm gonna tell you right now. If Kobe Bryant is good enough to play like that, he's gonna start. He would have been played. I say I disagree. It's pride. That's no. It's not just pride. I really think he's coming back. I'm not even playing. I really because when he was done hooping, you can tell he wasn't done hooping. Dude put up sixty on his last night. And, and, and then don't forget. Trey Lutis is early. He's in Palinka's ear. I think it's in everybody in LA's ear. It's like, it's yo, right. go get. But wait, though, wait. He's the one who wanted LeBron. Yeah. Mm. Why do you want LeBron so no, bad? I, I've already talked about that narrative. He's coming back. And you know what <laughs> else? You know what back. else they had him talking about? They had him talking about how great his and Shaq's relationship was yesterday. So all he was talking about, oh, we always had a great relationship. So it was another way for him to be able to show to I can exist with there. somebody else. Trying to like, ease his we, way in we, there. We didn't have any beef. It was. It was. Yeah, that was all. Right. Just I'm like telling the you, snake you just don't. Just you, like just don't wanna, you just don't want to see that happen. No. 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 Kobe going to the Lakers. I want a camera everywhere. <laughs> I want there to be reality TV. <laughs> I want to see that all over the place. That's going to be the greatest 
television show they, ever. If, I would love to see that. They would flex. They would flex Lakers game and put every game on. You wouldn't even need to do that now. They need to have a twenty-four hour show. <laughs> It's a new cable channel called Lakers TV. 24 hours. Channel 691 on a, 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 a TV in their locker room. A, a TV in um, the state. Everywhere. Y'all everywhere. get me excited, man. Because that would be, be gold. I just, the gold moment will come during the playoffs when Kobe goes to LeBron and says, let me teach you how to win as a Laker. <laughs> Don't be getting me excited, man. Uh, be mad at y'all for that. On the picks that we picked, mm-hmm. if your picks all came through betting against the money line, your the the winnings on a twenty five dollar bet would win you four hundred forty eight dollars and ninety four cents. So if you're filling Chris's picks, take his picks on the money line. Don't put don't put me out there like that. This was a collective <laughs> and, effort. And you pick the Eagles to win, the Bengals to win, the Redskins to win, the uh, Panthers to win, and then the Pats to win. When you your twenty five dollar bet would win you five hundred ninety nine dollars and sixty cents, and that was the Bengals to cover, the Redskins to cover, and uh, the Redskins are minus one now, by the way. The Panthers to cover, the Forty ers to cover, and the Saints to cover. My picks were all against the spread. Would win six hundred thirty eight dollars and five cents, uh, and I picked the Eagles, Chicago, the Redskins, the Colts. And the Patriots all to cover. Mm. So collectively, it, I think we could all be right because we didn't pick any picks against each other, which is actually awesome. If that all worked out, we'd win you know, about sixteen, seventeen hundred bucks. Hey man, let's hope it happens. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it happens. Look, I may hope, or may I'm, not play those bets this weekend. That's, but, but this is the thing, though, Trey. If I become this gambling addict, I'm blaming you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Can I end the show now? Yes. Is it possible to do that? Um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it was a very entertaining show. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe or follow us. You can do that on our website, newchannelsports.com, or you can follow us on Podbeam. That's newchannelsports.podbeam.com, and that's new channel spelled N U C H A N N E L. Really thank you for listening to the podcast. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments, please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe.